Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Casting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us, Neo. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question, just as I did.
I was still asleep For when my hand was holding hers She whispered words and I awoke And faintly bouncing round the room The echo of whomever spoke to another edition of the page oh true spiracy true spiracy number 31 31 because i didn't count last week as true spiracy oh okay so 31 all right so yeah true spiracy number 31 folks Mm -hmm. welcome back how you fuckers doing on this fine sunday uh we do i was going to uh 
Hmm. We thought the Trump rally was going to be earlier than no, I said seven what it is, and it actually doesn't even start till seven o'clock, which means Trump's not speaking till about nine East Coast. Maybe it starts earlier and he's speaking it. Well, I don't, I have no, yeah, I guess so. Cause nine, cause yeah, they're two hours, three hours behind. Yeah. So, yep. Anyway, so we will not be broadcasting that tonight, but that's okay because I had a different plan for today. Anyway, Mick was trying to put us off the rails right off the bat. Um, no. Because I said on Friday's show that I got in big trouble for, and I, I said that I would explain um, and I explained on, uh, go show last night. Yeah. But that wasn't live and it probably, I won't be out till tomorrow. I don't think. Yeah. So anyway, um, so after the last two true spiracies that we did with the Kovac specials where we, you know, basically spent eight hours on death, I was very specifically scolded that I had manifested a reality that they had not accounted for that, uh, where basically we'd dwindle down to 180 million people, which is not sustainable. Um, and, and I was like, well, don't shoot the messenger. Cause I've been warning you about this shit for a year and a half. So it ain't my fault. And I'm certainly not the only one spreading the message, trying to warn people about death that's coming. However, I want to try and change the collective consciousness from one of death and despair to one of hope and healing. Because I was also very specifically told that what man creates, God can heal. But you got to know how to ask. So uh, I, I want to focus today's show on how to heal both physically and spiritually from everything that's, that's going on in our world, not just the jab, although the jab is a big part of it, but, um, the, the food, the chemicals in the water and the air, um, the constant fear that we're bombarded with. I want to try and change that narrative. So, so to that end, uh, we are bringing on Jeremy from the esoteric gladiator podcast. I'm very excited. He actually just did an episode on healing from the jab like two weeks ago. So it was very ser serendipitous. So hey, welcome. How are you doing? welcome. Oh, we hear an echo. Oh, we hear an echo. Your, uh, you hear an echo? Yeah. Yeah. I hear me echoing hear in me your echoing in your Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Oh, I don't I don't hear it. Your desktop your audio desktop is on. Audio is on. I'm on an iPad. Ooh. Gotcha. Do you have a uh, uh, earbuds? Yeah, AirPods, yeah, earbuds, something like that. Earbuds, what about now? Perfect. Much better. Yeah, there we go. Excellent. Awesome. All right. Sorry about that. No worries. So, sir, how right. are you today? Yeah. So introduce yourself. Tell people where they can find you because once we get going, we, we tend to forget about that. So, Oh, yeah. You guys can uh, find me on, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple, Esoteric Gladiator Podcast or Instagram at Esoteric Gladiator Podcast. I'm uh, just now starting to uh, 
dive deeper than Instagram and, and all that stuff. So I just started editing a bunch of videos and I'm going to start broadening my, my media horizons a little bit. So. Yeah, we broadcast to so many platforms now that we're, we're campaigning StreamYard to open up more channels. So, cause yeah, I got to get a StreamYard fun. too. Yeah. Yeah. StreamYard's good. Um, it hasn't been bad, but we've heard a better. We're still trying to figure it out. So we're just like anybody else. Yeah. Everybody's just learning how to do this. Yeah. You just grabbed a computer one day and started talking into the motherfucker. You know, it, it, it goes on and on. It's like a, it snowballs. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a project. Like you have that project car in your garage and you have this great big plan about how you're going to fix this car up and make this car this greatest thing that anybody's ever seen. And it sits there in the yard and you have all these parts for it, thousands and thousands and thousands of parts. And before you know it, know it you've spent all this money on all this shit and you're nowhere closer to finishing it. And you're like, fuck. It's just like podcasting. You buy all this equipment, all this equipment before you know it. I have, I have, I have tons of extra equipment now that I just look at. I'm like, holy crap. Cause you keep getting, you keep upgrading, but yes. that's, that's okay. It's so addictive. it is addictive. That is. It's all good. Addictive. I know. And poor Mick like slept wrong on his neck or did yeah, something. I have no idea what he I did. Can't, he literally can't move his neck. I've rubbed so much CBD and Kush cream into his neck at this point. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. And he, my shoulders are like moving quick between screens. I've got to, he's very, gotta, stuff, very stiff. I got to play with the, uh, you got to get a neck hammock. Oh my God. I, uh, I got to do neck something. hammock. What are like you? 10 what bucks I, on Amazon. You remember the, uh, table inversion. Mm -hmm. Where is that thing? Um, uh, where, where you stay, you lay upside down. And it snaps mm -hmm. your spine straight. Um, it, it's one of the best things to use if you've never used it. Holy shit. The only problem with it is it too is addictive. You want to go on it every time you feel everything just start to get a little crooked. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to lay on this again. And you really shouldn't do it that much. And it becomes extremely addictive to where every day you come home, you, you jump on it for like five minutes and you stretch your spine back out and it goes straight again and you're fine. Um, that was like one of my favorite, oh my God, one of my favorite things to do. Oh, I loved it. Oh yeah. Now she's looking up neck hammocks. Yep. I am. Thank you. Inflation. Yeah. So anyway, they can do the inflation one or you can do one that'll stretch you out from a door jam. Yeah. Or they have one with a stand. That'd be very uncomfortable though. Right now, I really <laughs> poor thing. Well, can't blame the food for this one. No. Because I do feed you well. Yeah. Yeah. No, this one is uh um this one I, I have no idea what I did. I don't know. I went from like this went from zero to sixty, like uh I went from dead asleep to fuck my life. Like I, I woke up that quick. I went, woke up. I was like, oh, and I was in like dead pain. I was like, holy shit. I couldn't feel my arm. My arm had fallen asleep. I'm like, oh my God, I have no idea what I just fucking did to myself. I woke her up. I'm like, hey, come on. 
rub this shit on my back now because holy fuck. And she's like, it's like 2.30 in the morning. And I was like, yeah, I know. I have no idea what I fucking just did. <laughs> but I am in, I couldn't even lay down. I could barely breathe. I was like, holy fuck, this is painful. And uh, finally I laid down and I, I put a heating pad behind me and I just couldn't find the right spot where it needed to be to stop the pain. And I was like, fuck. And uh, I wrestled with that almost all night long. And then finally I just threw it off of me and just said, fuck it. And I, I was like, I, I have to go to sleep. And I, I eventually did. Um, and then I woke up again. It was like seven o'clock in the morning. I was like, fuck. And I was in horrendous pain. Um, I barely even got out of bed. I woke her up. I was like, hey, do me a favor. Can you please go get me some coffee or something? And she was like, yes. And so she went out. I was like, actually, you know what? Fuck the co I got out of bed. Finally, I was like, you know what? Fuck the coffee. Let's go out. We're going to do a dab. And then we're going to fucking smoke a bong. <laughs> and we did that like right off the bat. It started the day. I was like, holy shit. Started handsomely. Got it. Got, and it. got to make you feel better. I was like, wow. This is like, it's just been all day. your pineal gland. At least I, I got him off the fluoride toothpaste. You have, a, you have a massage gun? I was thinking I about do, that. We do have a massage gun, actually. Yeah, use that. That'll help, too. I have neck issues too because I tattoo and I got to keep my head in a position for a long, a long time. But uh, yeah, massage gun helps. You might be my new best friend. <laughs> uh, if you want to see my tattoos, you can go on uh, Jeremy Lipsy Tattoo Seven 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 on Instagram. I'll type that in somewhere. I'll, All right. I'll send it to you right now. Holy shit. I keep the, uh, I keep the podcasting and the tattooing separate though. Cause I talk about a lot of deep shit that offends a lot of people. So no, you're, trust me, you're not, you're, you're in the right place because we do the same thing. So, um, Oh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, no, we, we're, we're unoffendable. Yeah, you really can't. Right, we're unoffendable. People make fun of me constantly, and I'm Irish, so it's a horrible thing. Yeah. But either way, um, so, so... All right, so I... I actually, and I think I sent you this. Um, well, we, we started down this path towards trying to find some type of alternative healing, um, in, well, and we've been on it for a while, but really in, in June and, um, the beginning of July, when our friends went down to the border and they were playing some music at the border, specific frequencies, and it made the whole border wall rumble for miles. Like it activated it. It was crazy. And we tried to go down there and do the same thing, but Border Patrol chased us away pretty quick. Um, I know Jason from Stay in the Light, Stay in the Fight has been still going down there and doing different uh, experiments, as it were, in different places before Border Wall he, kicks he, him out. He's been doing the sciences. You yeah. Know. Yeah. So he's been sciencing, you know. So that's, that's really interesting because. There's a lot of talk about 5G, and I just listened to the interview that um, 
Mike Adams did with Karen Kingston, who was going through all the patents and showing that there is, what you call it, syntheto, synthetic biologic nano self-assembling nanotechnologies inside the jabs. It's patented. And um, Carrie Majay, I also was watching uh, Critically Thinking with Five Docs, and Carrie Majay was talking about the exact same thing a couple weeks ago uh, that she sees as she's been actually looking uh, at a through electron microscopes at you know, a hundred times, a thousand times magnification and, and seeing this as well. So, and Karen Kingston says that she thinks 5G activates this. So basically you, you've got some kind of self-assembling nanostructure in your body that um, 5G may be a, a, a kill switch or a, some kind of frequency may, may activate it in such a way that it, it, takes over your consciousness or, I mean, who knows? It could, it could be anything just connects you to the internet of bodies, um, to an AI. But if there's a frequency that can activate it, then there must be a frequency that de- that can deactivate it. There must be a way to yeah. rid ourselves of it. Right. Because there's, it's, that's, it's only physically possible. So, uh, so in the uh, 18 or uh, remember when the Spanish flu happened in the early 1900s? Yeah. Um, d- a lot of people don't realize that vaccines were given to people like people would get like 20 vaccines in their lifetime in the early 1900s. Also mm-hmm. in the early 1900s, radio towers were erected all over and people started getting sick often. And that's because we're electromagnetic beings. So our bodies can operate off sound frequencies and electric frequencies. And the thing with you know, the nanotechnology that they're injecting into people, um, it, uh, if you look at like how to destroy a cell phone or a computer, it's with magnets. So if you're afraid you have nanotechnology in your body, I would get a large magnet and rub that all over your body for about five minutes a day for at least a month. And there's, that's going to help out with a couple of things because there's iron in our blood. It's going to, it's going to make our blood move and it's also going to, you know, defrag or destroy, destroy any possible electromagnetic operational, you know, technology within your body. That's why they tell you to keep magnets away from your computers and phones. Mm-hmm. Although there's that's actually just a- one thing you can do. Actually, just uh, it, I said, it, there's actually a magnet in your phone, which people don't don't realize. Well, well not only that, there's uh, been a lot of, um, for instance, uh, just today I was just watching it. Uh, we were watching football before I was watching football before it came yeah, on. Not me. And uh, they had a player uh, in the Colts uh, game barely he barely got hit. Um, ran right by a dude. Dude ran right by him. Barely got hit. Um, out on the field. Um, they brought fucking doctors out, eventually brought out a stretcher, eventually brought an ambulance out, put him in the back of an ambulance. His father came out of the stands, got in the ambulance with him, and they carted him all off the field and took him to the nearest hospital. Uh, guaranteeing we're going to find out that this guy's been quadruple jabbed. Um, 
just saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm presupposing, of course, this is just my estimation of. Yeah. Sorry. Didn't mean to do that. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's what it is, but there is, when you see stuff like that and you start seeing people fall like that, especially today, immediately your first reaction, and it's an athlete who's still playing within uh, organizations that require the jab. Um, Who was the guy that went into AFib last week and they tried to cover it up and said he had a, um, like a calf injury or something? Oh, fucking, uh, yeah, down from Miami. And then he Um, came out and said, oh, yeah, no, I I died. I went into into AFib and they they shocked me. Tua, Tunga, Valoa. Yeah, it was Tua. I don't think so. Yeah. I'll find it. Okay. And there's a video with thousands of athletes, like it's like clips of thousands of athletes dying or getting, you know, having side effects from vaccines on the, on the field. And, um, yeah, it's, I don't know, man, you just look at the psychology by the way they pushed it. It's like they first started out making it sound like there was a scarcity of vaccines to incentivizing people to get them to shaming you if you didn't get it, to then bullying you. Yeah. So oh, you were talking that about right DJ. there. I, I was talking about Tua, Tua Tonga Baloa. He's the one with the head injury. But uh no, this guy, like it was crazy. Like I watched the play and like this guy went like right around him. He kind of spun around and he kind of spun and just like all of a sudden came to a dead stop, flat footed. And then just did the nasty plunge backwards. Oh, yeah. And it was like, holy shit, did I just see that? And then the camera like panned off of him. And then they went back to him. And it was like, holy fuck, dude. And I was like, wow, that dude just went straight up fucking whoop, done. I was like, wow. Disgusting. Well, and Judicial Watch um, just got... 249 pages out of HHS showing they spent uh, 250 million taxpayer dollars to promote and push the the jab um, through something called uh, uh, we we can uh, we can do it together. Yeah, or we can do this. WCDT, we can do this. Uh, so vaccine engagement packages to entertainment talent management agencies, media companies, show producers, outreaches to major culture event producers, um, community corps, start celebrity, share the mics, digital media, um, working with YouTube, Hollywood comedy writers, requesting that Tom Brady create a video with his parents, encouraging vaccination because his parents had COVID last year and he talked about how their tough recovery was. Um, working with Instagram to produce a series about vaccines request major TikTok, Snapchat and Instagram influencers create videos of the vaccines being vaccinated. Um, and we saw all this happening in real time and then getting into requesting vaccination specials on Christian broadcasting networks featuring evangelical leaders and that major live TV entertainment shows, um, feature hosts being vaccinated on air, like the hosts of The Voice. Didn't we see that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they pushed this so hard 
that uh, Dr. Biden interview with Chip and Joanna Gaines. Hmm. That never happened. No, it sure didn't. Nope. But they wanted it. Uh, working with ESPN, NFL, NASCAR, MLB, CMA to request they create content with their talent and release through their broadcasts and social channels. Create a share the mic program where the talent elevates public health voices. I mean, they this was the biggest propaganda scam in uh, even bigger than the Nazi propaganda in World War II. No, this is Joseph Goebbels epic. Yes, absolutely. This is Joseph Goebbels' epic. This is exactly what Goebbels did in the 30s from 28 through 39 for the Nazi regime to put them in power. Mm-hmm. It's also so, like the Tuskegee experiments that they did to the black people, which is why black people don't want to get the vaccine because the, the government came out, so they were going to give them free vaccines and inject them with STDs. And, um, yeah, I mean, just look at like people's argument is like, oh, well, vaccines don't work. What about polio? And, it, and I'm, I'm just like, first That's of all, either. yeah, well, po- yeah. First of all, polio attacks your immune system. If you got a strong immune system, chances are you're probably not going to get polio. And, and, and let's just say the, the polio vaccine did work. Uh, that went through years of testing, uh, you only had to get one vaccine instead of a hundred, and if you got sick or you know died, the vaccine companies had liability. So it's not the same thing, and it also wasn't an mRNA vaccine. There's a good documentary called Vaxed, V A X X E D. I mean that right there tells you. You know, you had a CDC insider come out and say, "I can't believe we did this to all these children," and so. At the end of the day, with all this stuff, is like, is are they? It's almost like the people that don't pay attention to the information to a certain extent. I'm not saying everybody. It's almost like a lot of people are subconsciously suicidal. They, they're just. It's just like nature works in weird ways. If you look at like specific packs of wolves, there's only one alpha. The alpha may have a friend. The alpha eats first. If you eat out of turn, you get bit or checked or kicked out of the pack. And the same thing goes with herds of deer. Some deer are just dumb and they're food for the wolves. And I feel the same way, you know, mother nature with human nature, human nature always is like a reflection of mother nature. So I'm like, is nature and its divine brilliance somehow crafted billions of people to take the fall for, you know, people like us. I mean, I don't know. I think about weird shit like that. Hey, well, hey, hey, a- hey, well, before you continue, can you do me a favor real quick? Uh, I know this is going to be a pain in the ass. Can you dump out and jump back in? Uh, Cause I think when you plugged your headphones in, it like fucked with your audio settings in your tablet and it's coming through wavy as fuck right now. And I think if you just dump out and come back in, and reload using your headset, I think you'll be better off. Yeah, it's a little crackling. Yeah. Okay. And we're going right, to play it. this. Uh, we're going to start this, play this interview with uh, Dr. Carrie Majay, who um, interviewed the president of EMF Solutions. And it talks a lot about the negative effects of EMF and what we can do to, to counteract them. So. 
Okay, that's weird. I don't know why there's no sound there. That is odd. I didn't turn yours on. That is odd. Stand by. Stand by. Um, tried something new tonight. Apparently, I got to do something different here. Uh, okay. Let me do this. Boop. We're going to do... All right, now, now try this. All right. Let me see. Hold on. I'll bring it back to the beginning. Uh, you don't have to go that far back. Let's get forward, actually. You hear us? I can you hear, hear you guys, but I, I can't hear her. You can't hear her? No. Holy is shit. My, is my audio better? Yeah. I, uh, give me a second. Yeah. Holy shit, what the fuck is going on here? Okay, that's so weird. That is so weird. I mean, uh, normally I download the, cl the clip directly, and I didn't with this one, but... Oh, that could be a problem. I mean, I guess I can while we, we talk since his is back. All right, well, let me bring him back up, and we're just going to talk real quick while we fix this. Yeah. Much better, sir. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Anyway, so where were we again? Yeah, let me see this. That's so weird. I don't know why I did that. Okay. Interesting. No sound on video. Everything else is good. That is so weird. Yeah, that is weird. Mm. Okay. We haven't played a clip directly off the internet in a long time. No, we haven't. Because so. we've been downloading them for so long. That's huh. Interesting. Because it just doesn't, uh, it, it takes a different amount of space uh, when you're processing uh, video. Like we, we, we tried broadcasting different, what I found, we tried broadcasting a different uh, mega, uh, yeah, whatever, frames per second. And uh, obviously 60 is the best. Now we have the one of the best fucking um, internet services now a fiber internet service, which is fucking fantastic. And, um, now I've got a computer that can't keep up with the internet. I'm like, fuck. Every time I turn around, there's something else that kicks me in the nuts. I'm like, <laughs> I, I get so close to it just being perfect. And then I get kicked right. In the nuts. And he's a perfectionist. So that doesn't help either. No. So, okay. Well, while that, while that's downloading, we'll get, we'll get back to EMF, but, um, I, I've been, preaching quite a bit about moving out of the cities and growing your own food and making your own medicine. Um, I, I don't know if, if you've noticed Jeremy, but when now when you go to the grocery store and buy produce, it lasts a third as long as it used to. And I mean, it doesn't taste as good. They've been talking about putting mRNA in your, in your salad greens, growing it with mRNA. And we know that they put all kinds of pesticides and things on, on all of our food all the time anyway. Um, in fact, I started growing um, uh, rutabaga. And when I was reading up on it, it says when you buy it at the grocery store, they actually coat it in wax, in a thick wax, so that they can preserve it longer and ship it. So when you buy it from the grocery store, you have to you know, scrape all the wax off. But when you just grow it, obviously it doesn't grow with wax on it. You know, you just pick it up and it's like a potato. 
except it's a little bit sweeter and, uh, and has more nutritional value. And I was like, holy crap. But I've been focused a lot on herbs, medicinal herbs, especially because they can make such a big difference and, you know, use them for seasoning and you don't even realize it. I put turmeric in the dog's food for, you know, joint swelling and in his food all the time, things like that. But there are some things that kind of blew me away, like this one. I've been picking this particular herb as a weed out of my flower beds or my vegetable gardens for months. And I had no idea that it's incredibly beneficial. It's called yellow dock. It literally grows mm -hmm. as weed everywhere. It, it benefits the digestive tract, the liver, the skin. Um, it's, it, you, it's used to detoxify your liver. I don't know where you guys are located. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yep. I don't know where you guys are located, but you can pick up a foraging guide for mm -hmm. your area. And the foraging guide a lot of times will let you know what, you know, weeds or plants in your area are, are edible and what they're good for. I used to do organic farming in Hawaii and there was this book called medicine at your feet because a lot, there's a lot of medicinal herbs that grew all over the islands of Hawaii too. And, um, as far as like the organic vegetable or vegetables go, um, yeah, with the GMOs, uh, organic vegetables are naturally not going to last as long, but what you're saying is, yeah, they're, they're messing. It's not like these are, they're wilting and, and going bad quicker because they're organic. They're, they're, they're going bad because they're, you know, doing biological testing and adding things to it that that's making them, you know, out of their natural state. So, and they're old. I mean, honestly, they're just really old. Like by the time it gets to the store, they've been, picked in Mexico, sent to China for packaging, sent back to the United States, sat off the coast of California for three weeks on a ship. You know, they just restamp the date on that as a sell-by date so that they can sell it, but it's already expired. Mm -hmm. And that's with all of the extra preservatives and crap that they put on it to make it not look old, even though it is. You know, I mean, I, I pick salad greens and eat them immediately, but I, I'm waiting on our on our salad beds to, to grow big enough so I can pick them right now. So I went to the farmer's market yesterday and there's a couple of local farmers that, you know, all organic and they, all of their salads are up cause I started late and, uh, you know, they'll last for two, three weeks. When was the last time you got a bag of produce at the grocery store that lasted a week, Never mind two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, it's amazing. Um, and leafy greens can have make so much of a difference, especially anything with color. You know, mm -hmm. lots of color, lots of chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, purples, reds, blues, um, all of that is is really, really, really good for you. And and you can grow lettuce. It grows fairly easy indoors under a grow light. You can mm -hmm. do it with soil um, and it grows pretty quickly and you can grow all different types of lettuce. You can do microgreens. A lot of people don't know about microgreens and oh, microgreens. Yeah. They grow so quick. Put them under a grow light. Maybe get some type of, you know, compost tea or something you can put in the water to kickstart them. But uh, so my crazy uh, wife yesterday says to me, <clears throat> she goes, 
hey, um, you know what I want for my birthday? And she shows me this fucking absolutely magnificent device. An arrow garden. And oh, yeah. like, I, I, I want this for my birthday. And I was like, uh, why I'm like, buy that already? I was like, why haven't you just already got that? I was like, that seems like a no brainer. I mean, maybe I'm retarded, but like, wh- why didn't you go out and get one? And uh, she was like, oh, well, I, I just, I, w- I wasn't like, I was like, get the biggest one you can get. Cause holy fuck, those arrow gardens, they, they look actually pretty big in the pictures. I mean, I'm like, oh shit. And it comes with already a UV lamp, the whole bit. And they grow and they water themselves, the hydroponic garden, essentially. I mean, in a cup. Too, but yeah. 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 It's an aquaponic garden. Yeah. I had one. I had a nine pot arrow garden and you can get, uh, blank pods where you can add your own seeds to them. And I wasn't using the miracle Grow stuff. I was using a, a liquid compost tea that I picked up from like a local, you know, nursery when that worked. Um, Arrow gardens are really cool and they make bigger units. I don't know the names of them, but you can get ones that have like 50 to 80 pods to grow massive wall gardens oh, yeah. and stuff I, yeah i saw that there's what it's uh you start with a 24 i told you about that one but yeah. it didn't have good yeah. reviews because apparently that you have to assemble it all and the pieces are made in china and like some of the holes are off and there it's missing parts and mm. i was like well shit i can we can build that out of pvc pipe for less yeah. than a thousand dollars they wanted for it you know pvc pipe and and um fish pumps and you know yeah. and buckets like we can yeah. we can build our own garden wall and and that that can easily be done we live in in georgia on the coast so it's our growing season really is like nine months out of the year year round um i want to get yeah. i want to get to the south so i'm headed there after i leave minnesota here i'm like traveling across the country but i want to get to like the dirty south so because i know that like i lived in hawaii and it was like a nine month grow season and i'm like well what's closest to that would be like the south because it seems like it would have a similar climate to the islands. Yeah, yeah we grow from, I mean, I, I start I start putting seeds in the ground in, depending on the year, February, like late February to early March, and, and I harvest in June, July, and then I start again in August, um, or I should, this year I started in September, um, and I, I can harvest again in November, you know. So it's, it's pretty amazing and growing your own food makes such a huge difference. Um, besides just getting all the nutrients out of the soil from digging in the dirt, just from digging in the dirt, mm-hmm. but, uh, eating the food that you grow, it tastes so much better. Um, and yeah, Def, Def Griffin, I actually ordered turmeric. Um, you can get turmeric root or turmeric plants. I got turmeric plants cause I've had not always had luck just getting straight roots and, uh, and I'm growing turmeric now too with my garlic and onions and all kinds of things. So basically now I've gotten to the point where, you know, someone's like, Oh, you should try this. And I'm like, can I grow it? Cause if I can't grow it, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but some of the other herbs, so Oregon grape root, um, Good for treatment of bacterial diarrhea, intestinal parasites, and eye infections. Now, this one particularly, intestinal parasites. I was also listening to the the Critically Thinking with Five Docs, and they were the most recent one. And they were talking about, and I've, I've seen this, 
you know, they started using ivermectin in cancer research. And there have been studies out for decades that breast cancer is caused by parasites. And they're thinking, yeah, they're thinking that all cancer is caused by parasites. All cancer caused by parasites. Well, another thing. um, What they're seeing is cancer cells might actually be parasitic eggs. Well, another thing with like the, the American, you know, our, our diet, we're like encouraged to eat so much. It's not just what we're eating. It's that we eat so much and um, we've pretty much eliminated fasting. And I'm not talking about like an intermittent fast. I'm talking about like fasting for like three to 10 days on water. And, you know, when you fast for that long, your body needs fuel, so it starts eating shit like parasite eggs, cancer cells, because it needs some type of fuel to survive. You know, after about three days, it goes into, um, I think it's called autophagy, and, and it, you, your body cleanses off the garbage inside of it. Whatever's, whatever's there that's not supposed to be there becomes fuel for your body, and we don't do that very often in America because, you know, we're addicted to food and comfort. We're an instant gratification society. And I'm an American, so I get it, you know, but, you know, I try to try to take times a few times a year to do a three to four day fast if I can. I used to fast a lot more when I was working because I'd forget to eat. Cause I was at work for like 17 hours a day and I just forget to eat all day and I just drink water all day and then I'd go home and go to sleep. But, um, I don't see that anymore. Now my stomach tells me it's time to eat and I, I eat. Um, but let's see what else have we got here? Cause there's yeah, a- parasites are also like linked to food cravings too. Yes. Uh, do not use Oregon grapefruit when chronic gastrointestinal irritation or inflammation is present, such as irritable barrel syndrome, uh, it's not a problem for nursing mothers unless the baby has jaundice, but it should not be used while pregnant. Do not use for more than seven consecutive days in adults, three for children, an exercise costume when using children. Um, taking vitamin B6 supplements can give infectious bacteria resistance to the antibacterial toxins in the herb. So deep six the B6 until you've completed your treatment. All right, this is the next one. This showed up in a lot of places. Red clover. Red clover blossoms. And another thing that, you know, we generally consider a weed around here. Um, in fact, I, I mean, I grow clover for my my chickens and my ducks because they love it. But now I'm like, man, I'm not going to let them eat that. And that actually grows right on our pond. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they might be eating it for, for they might use that as a, Animals are smart, so they eat things to, you know, to help them out too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, like what you know, we always learned growing up, I grew up riding horses, and when your horse started eating dirt, it was because they were mineral, mineral deficient, so you had to go get them, you know, whatever it was. But uh, so, uh, yeah, red clover, anti-inflammatory, has a lot of beta carotene, vitamin E, and it purifies the blood. It acts as a diuretic and helps cleanse the liver, which otherwise circulates toxins through the bloodstream. Um, you can make red clover tea, which is really easy. Uh, and and that's really good. But it, it does make you go to the bathroom a lot. So don't, don't do that. Don't do any detox, detoxification, unless you are near a restroom because you will 
that's part of the detoxification is you're mm-hmm. emptying your system of all the nastiness and it, it comes out, it comes out quick out of both ends. So, um, chaparral, I'd not heard of this and I think this is more in the Southwest, but it cleanses the lymph system, clears heavy metals from the blood and may be able to drive tumors into remission. Um, but consumption can be harmful to your liver. So if you drink a lot, you maybe shouldn't overuse that. Um, but somebody was talking about this one, Jay burdock root. Burdock root. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see your liver too. Mm -hmm. Um, blood purifier burdock root has proven beneficial treatment as a variety of skin diseases, such as abscesses, uh, acne, uh, carbuncles, psoriasis, and eczema. Burdock can be uh, either taken alone or combined with other herbal remedies such as yellow docker, saffarilla. Burdock skin benefits are likely due to the uh, ability to increase the circulation to the skin, helping detoxify the epidermal tissues. Furthermore, burdock root also has been reported to destroy bacteria and fungus cultures. Also, by promoting perspiration, burdock root eliminates toxins through the skin. So it, it has inulin, which is not insulin, inulin. It's helpful for individuals that have diabetes and hypoglycemia because it provides a helpful sugar that does not provoke rapid insulin production. Um, so it's a, it's a resonoid or a camphor. Uh, it's a hydrocarbon that's aromatic, stimulant, expectorant, tonic, stomatic, and antiseptic. So, I mean, burdock root is pretty amazing. Uh, clears congestion or congestion in the respiratory, lymphatic, urinary, and circulatory system, and releases water retention. Stimulates digestion, adds kidney, liver, and uh, aids kidney, liver, and gallbladder gallbladder function. You know, there. This is also like uh, just for you guys that are aware, um, battlefield, uh, whatever you want to call it, battlefield medicine, if you will. In survival situations, burdock root, if you find it, you cut it to the size of your wound and you basically clean it off as clean as you can absolutely get it and then stab yourself with it. And the reason you do that, because it actually promotes cell growth and repairs skin. So it will improve the ability of your skin to actually start to heal itself and as long as you keep it there, the longer you keep it there, the longer it will improve that ability. And then eventually what it will do will it will force the root out. And when it forces the root out, it'll start to close on its own. And you can actually heal yourself in the wild just using, for instance, this root. It, it, it's a perfect, it's another example of uh, how badass this motherfucker is. That's pretty amazing. So yeah, every, every place I looked came up with burdock root, um, and poke root as well, which I hadn't heard of, but apparently it's used by the native Americans a lot for rheumatism, arthritis, dysentery, cancer, uh, effective treatment for pain and swelling caused by arthritis. And it's being studied for its anti-cancer properties which makes me think it might also be an anti-parasitic. And it's also a possible anti-HIV treatment. Poke root contains a PAP, which is a poke weed antiviral protein, proteins within the anti-tumor effects. Some studies have found that poke root may inhibit the expression of some of the cancerous genes. But really interesting that it inhibits production of HIV viral proteins 
um, it strengthens the immune system because of course we know that, you know, everyone who's gotten three or more shots has VADs. So anything that we can do to help people rebuild their natural immune systems and overcome the effects of this jab, you know, only God can heal people at this time. I I don't think synthetic medicines are going to do it. We have to go back to the old ways. So let's see. Um, Sheep sorrel. So sheep sorrel, lots of vitamins, chlorophyll and iron. It promotes healthy liver function. And then the mineral iron and vitamins cleanse and replenish the blood. And it's also a diuretic, which helps cleanse the blood and the entire system. And it's been used to treat everything from inflammation and diarrhea to scurvy and cancer. Because of course that chlorophyll is an important, um, very important ingredient to combat scurvy. And uh, yeah, you can make tea infusions. Oh, let's see. It's also used for improving the flow of urine, treating fevers, kidney and urinary tract diseases, intestinal parasites, maintain normal blood sugar levels and more. And, you know, that's like the the common theme is that those parasites, they're all anti-parasitics or almost all anti-parasitics and used for treating cancer and, and blood. And the reason I focused on the blood is not just because we call it the clot shot, but, you know, even the Bible said that the the blood is the most important. It's all about the blood. Yeah, it's our life force, which is why the elites want to drink it. Yeah, exactly. So you can make a blood cleansing tea infusion with uh, Oregon grapefruit, yellow dock, red clover, and boiling water. Um So, so uh, drink up to three cups of tea a day, but no more than three. And you can remain on a blood cleanse for as long as three months at a time, but then take a break of at least two months. Three to six months is better. But, you know, herbs, different herbs, especially just like any other drugs can have powerful interactions with each other. So you always have to be careful to pay attention and do your research when you're you're working with this. Uh, here we go. Dandelion. A lot of these are repeated, but dandelion. We have been trained our entire lives that dandelion is a weed and we should get rid of it, right? You see a dandelion, pick it, throw it away, get it out, get it out of your garden. Dandelion's a weed. Dandelion is one of the most powerful herbs around. Dandelion root is amazing, but the entire plant, the leaves, the stems, the whole thing is good for you. Uh, potassium, zinc, flour. We can yeah. eat the flour too. Yeah. Um, dandelion tea. And, and, and in the 1930s, in the 1930s during the depression, when people didn't have access to food, you know, like you'll hear a lot of people's grandmothers talking about how they made dandelion salad because that was, you know, a, it grew everywhere. And it, and think about this in the forties or the fifties is either the fifties or the sixties. I can't remember which I remember hearing this story from my dad. My dad said all of a sudden one day, uh, your grandmother, we used to, we used to kid your grandmother about this because, uh, she used to make dandelion tea all the time. Now, mind you, this woman, 
She smoked, fuck, she probably smoked seven and a half packs of cigarettes a day. Guaranteed. Um, she sat at her kitchen table and all she did was smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey. But when she did drink tea, she went out to the yard, she picked dandelions, she came back in and she made dandelion tea. And she drank that three times, three times a day in between her shots of whiskey and a pack of cigarettes. And, um, she lived to be like fucking 90 something, 93 years old when she died and she did not die of cancer. She had a heart attack. Yeah. And, and, and the Asian I, countries, in, in the Asian countries, they smoke like chimneys there too. And, uh, you know, but they have so many like matcha tea and they eat so much vegetables and stuff. They can live forever as well. You know, the, the Eastern philosophy, the, 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 you know, Chinese medicine and, you know, they'll live forever too, smoking all day long. I, I just, uh, it always killed me when I went over to my grandmother's house because I was just like, damn, we would go over there. She had these, uh, it was really crazy. She had like laminate floors in her kitchen and where her table was, it looked out a front window where she could see the front yard, the street and everything else, blah, blah, blah. And she would sit there and do like crossword puzzles and read the paper and all this other shit. And it was like an old, um, I always compared it to the hut that she grew up in. Uh, she was not used to all this room in the house. She kept everything right at the kitchen table. Everything was done. All business in the house was conducted at the kitchen table. We did everything at the kitchen table. We would come over there. We would sit for hours at the kitchen table. Everybody would sit there. Um, my grandmother wouldn't move from there. It was her spot in the whole house and it was crazy, but she literally had bottles of Jameson all over the house. And I always laugh my balls off because I would sit there and my dad would be like, Hey, go upstairs and go to sleep in the spare bedroom. And so I go upstairs and go to sleep in the spare bedroom. And when I went up there to open like the, the drawer to like put stuff from my wallet and stuff in, and, uh, there's a bottle of fucking empty, an empty bottle of Jameson's in the fucking drawer. I was like, I'd find new empty bottles of Jameson all over the house. And my father, my father was convinced. He's like, Oh, my mother doesn't drink. I was like, dad, you are higher than a fucking guy. Yeah, of course she did. She was Irish. That, that wasn't considered drinking, but all right. So, uh, stinging nettles. That's another one that we're, we're trained, raised to believe is, is a weed and you know, they're nasty and they, they just, they sting you and get rid of them and burn them out of your yard and don't let them spread. And, and actually it's, really one of the best blood cleansing herbs. Uh, they promote pancreatic health, acts as a natural diuretic, can reduce blood sugar levels. You don't need to be on insulin if you have diabetes. You can treat your diabetes with herbs, with with diet, uh, with good nutrition and exercise. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty amazing. So uh, yeah, you can purify your blood several times a year by drinking a couple a cup of nettle tea every day for a month. So, um, and that's what it looks like. So spark, you got, you got a lot of those up in, in Scotland, uh, milk, milk thistle, mix, milk thistle. Good for your liver. Yes. Very, very good for your liver. liver. It's got, um, silly marin. Yeah. Yeah. Your liver's healthy. Absolutely essential because of the purification functions. Yep. Promotes the production of bile. Mm -hmm. Yep. Turmeric. 
Your favorite, babe. Oh, I love turmeric. It's good. I, I put turmeric in everything. It's a, it's a powerful antioxidant. Um, detoxifies the liver, improves blood circulation. It's an anti-inflammatory as well, um, which is huge. So, so are olives. So, do you guys yep. do you guys mix black pepper in with your turmeric because that yes. that like makes it that activates it more the black pepper yes. or you could get yep. black pepper oil or whatever. You can get uh, you can actually now get black pepper turmeric. Yeah, they if you get the, uh, but you, you can get be, a mix. You got to be careful oh, like about a, Spices Golden milk. Store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, go down to what to avoid. Avoid processed food, sugars, alcohol, caffeine, dairy, and animal products. So I'm not sure. I, I, I don't. I don't agree with the animal products thing. Exactly. I, I think. I think. I think doing prolong like prolonged plant-based cleanses is great. In fact, I suggest a 90-day plant-based cleanse if it's particularly when it comes to cleansing your intestines or your liver or your organs out in general. I would stay away from meat while doing that, but I don't agree with the whole vegan thing. I mean, if you go back to like Robin Hood, you know, when at the beginning where he shot the deer and then the the sheriff in Nottingham runs up on him and he's like, you know the penalty for killing a royal deer. And they wanted the the peasants not to eat meat because they wanted a weak, ignorant population to control. So the Monsanto thing goes back thousands of years. They've been doing this food control thing for centuries. Absolutely. Um, I Actually, I was just talking to my kid the other day. Uh, he's learning about the Roman empire. And I was like, you know why Rome fell? Right. And he was like, Oh, they were, you know, they, they, they were, uh, surrounded on, on all sides by enemies. I said, no, they, they fell from within because the governor withheld the grain stores for a long time, um, in order to make himself out to be a hero, but he waited too long and they turned on him. Um, so mm -hmm. they, they fell from within before they fell from, from without. But, uh, but the same thing, you know, they, they gave out free grain. Well, grain is a staple of, of their diet, but it promotes lethargy. And you know, inflammation. It, it down. Yeah. Um, I've been hearing a lot about a, a carnivore diet, which is very interesting because we, we eat a lot of meat. Um, I don't like to give up my salad greens. I do like my salads, but I've heard a lot of people have had a lot of success on a, on a pure carnivore diet and, uh, that it's, it's helped with gout and inflammation and, uh, brain fog, all, all kinds of things. But you again, have to be careful about the meat that you eat because most meat that you get at the grocery store is filled with nitrates and sodium and all Factory kinds of farms. Exactly. So you really yeah, need you to don't source want factory farmed. Yeah. You need to source your meat from a, a local farm or butcher or go out and kill it yourself. Like we're, we're about halfway through this cow that we bought. Um, cause we have two big dogs and I make their food. But, uh, you know, our kid was like, Oh, what are we going to do when we run out of beef? I was like, uh, y'all are going to go out hunting and you're going to bring home a deer and a couple of pigs and we're going to have meat for another year. So. Well, well no, also but... blood types. Blood, blood types too. I, I used to think the blood type diet thing was just bad. We researched it, and and also I watched the way people were affected when they got coronavirus based off their blood type. 
And um, I think blood type diets, there's a lot of uh, that holds a lot of truth too. Like if you are like I'm a positive, I'm not supposed to eat a ton of meat. And I notice when I eat a ton of meat, my digestive tract, I'm sluggish, you know, um, and O blood types are, are, are carnivores. And, you know, like the liver king, I would bet that guy's an O blood type. I would guarantee it. Uh, Joe Rogan's probably an O blood type. Um, and uh, that's another thing to consider. So, so, so go ahead and guess my blood type. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would have to hang out with you longer than a podcast. Uh, if I was going to guess, like, I don't know. What's your diet like? Do you naturally crave fruit and vegetables, or do you do you have to have her tell you you need to eat them? We we bought a cow. <laughs> a dead okay, cow. So I, I force him to eat fruits and vegetables. So, yeah, so he's yeah. an O blood type. Ah, A positive. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. But he's Irish. Yeah makes the difference <laughs> in his genetics. Yeah, I mean, you know, you go back, you go back, like I said, with Robin Hood, I mean, the, the whole food thing, you know, Ro Roman Empire, that there's nothing new under the sun. This is all just a repackaged, you know, psychological operation to, you know, globalize, you know, the, the Tower of Babel all over again. And so... No, that, that, that I agree with. I, I think that that is what's next. Where is the Tower of Babel now today? Everybody says it's moved all over the world. And I, uh, right here. I, 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 yeah, I was thinking the same we're, thing. We're one of the hubs. We're like the military arm of it. You got the royal family, the Vatican, mm -hmm. Zionist Israel, whether people want to admit that or not. And then you have, you know, America, Washington, D.C., all, and all of them have the uh, the obelisk in them, you know, the, the the phallus of Baal, the old Canaanite god that they sacrificed their children to. And yeah. America's pushing child sacrifice the hardest right now. And oh, oh I, yeah. And I know this pisses a lot of people off. I'm only like ninety percent pro life because I feel like there's a ten percent where, hey, if you're molested or raped, which is very rare. And, uh, you know, if, if you're going to die or if your child's going to have complications its entire life, yeah, maybe consider it. But I also know that, you know, just like we're going through all the herbs right now, the women were taking herbal supplements that were like herbal plan Bs for centuries as well. There's herbs you can take to There's prevent you from. Actually, I, I uh, grow one. It's called holy just, basil. Hold just, on, hold on. Just it's, so you're aware. Hold on. Hold on. Just so you're aware. Like I said, you're not going to piss us off. That's exactly the same uh, <laughs> same we opinion yeah. we have. But it's actually four percent because it's uh, less than four percent of women are are victims of uh, rape, incest, or um, life of the mother or baby that actually undergo an abortion. Yeah, I know it's but, a small number. Yeah, um, there's my, my a, whole thing with uh, holy that? basil, holy basil. Um, also, yeah, Tulsi, exactly. And you dry it and you grind it up and you you put a. a tablespoon i believe in a cup of water and you make a drink and it prevents pregnancy i don't take it but i give it to my teenager without him knowing it because it works for boys and girls oh uh, it works works for us too oh. yes. yeah the whole I, I, my whole and it's not a permanent I, thing when you stop taking it it stops working 
my whole thing with the abortion thing too is is like you're not like you know Planned Parenthood was started by Margaret Sanger you know and they they did it to genocide the black people um and also because they they have weird spiritual ties to child sacrifice but also because they're utilizing the body parts of the fetuses and they're making money off of it so it's not like they're trying to help women out you know and with abortion it's just it's a weird it's a weird thing man and they're pushing it really hard right now which is another thing that's just like okay well and both both sides are pushing it right oh yeah all the time the the republicans don't care they're two sides of the same two wings of the same bird they're the same fucking thing absolutely now this whole what the what biden is calling the nationwide abortion ban which is actually trying to legalize and actually make it constitutional uh, across the country, this, you know, 15 week legalization of abortion that the Republicans are putting up. Um, it, it, it is just ridiculous, but they're not only, I mean, yes, they're using it as child sacrifice. I believe the satanic temple actually sued I want to say the state of Texas um, and then another one that just had one go to court saying that uh, ab- that banning abortion violates their religious yeah. right. Alabama. Be- oh, there, there you go. Because uh, because it's their their way of child sacrifice toward toward mm-hmm. their God of Satan, Baphomet, Baal, yeah. whomever. Baal, Moloch, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, then they're actually they're using those same aborted fetal tissue. And for those that say that the aborted fetal tissue that's used in vaccines, and I mean, traditional vaccines, yeah. not even just a vaccine is from uh, one baby from 1969. That is bullshit because it says right there in the documentation, fresh, never frozen. Okay. That is from a new, newly harvested baby. They killed that baby and they take the, the fetal, the fetal cells right there. And they put it in vaccines. And I think that also attributes to the rise of transgenderism. Yes, transgenderism and homosexuality. Because when you inject a male baby with female DNA at birth or vice versa, I mean, you're right off the bat, you're you're changing their DNA in ways that it was never meant to be changed. And you're, Uh, you know, that's I've been talking about that for years. You know, the, the mixture of, of vaccines and, and hormone disrupting foods and all this, um, you know, that's because like everything that's happening on our planet right now is inorganic. This is an inorganic apocalypse. It's an inorganic world war. It's an inorganic pandemic. It's an inorganic homosexual uh, takeover. And I don't have problems with gays or trans people, but I got problems with the government doing weird experiments on us and then acting like they care about the gays and the trans people. I personally believe the gays and the trans people have been running the show for centuries, and I don't believe that they're a marginalized group. And you can go back to pictures of monarchs in the 1800s that were clearly transgender. And we know about Rome and all that stuff. And Big Mike! Yeah, I, I just, yeah, Big Mike, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's it's like uh, they, they use all these movements to garner sympathy and act virtuous, but it's like George Carlin said, I love individuals, but when you get people together in a group, they're pieces of shit. It's true. If you're in a group, I'm skeptical of you. 
Yeah, you're all fucking idiots. Yeah. And, and that's exactly from his live sketch, you're all fucking idiots. Uh, if you've never seen it, it's fucking hysterical. And it's pre-9-11, which is even funnier because of what he talks mm-hmm. about in the same sketch about somebody with a double somebody with a double digit IQ and a triple triple digit income rooting around in my bags looking for a what are they looking for? Oh, they're looking for a bomb. They've never found a bomb. Not once, not ever, not not in a million years, never found a bomb. And I always giggle at that. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking over here at the uh, foxhole chat. Leanna said, I will not give up bacon because, uh, yeah, pork is bad for you, Riley. You're right. Um, that's why you have to p- cook pork all the way through. Uh, pork naturally has a lot of parasites in it. That's why the Muslims don't eat it at all, um, mm-hmm. or, nor do the Jews, because there's so many parasites in it, and they did not have the ability to cook it all the way through. Um, but, again, if you source your own meat or you go out and kill a pig, trust me, wild animals have a lot more parasites than any factory farmed animal. So you have to cook them all the way through. So um, the, the weird thing about pigs is, is pigs will eat a four-day-old rotten tuna fish. They'll eat anything. They will not eat a, a, a pig carcass. Nope. They will not eat themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're so full of parasites. Yep. That's why I like my bacon crispy. Yeah. I just don't eat a lot of pork. I eat every once in a while. I have some bacon, but it's very rare these days. Yeah, we don't do a lot of pork either. We we used to do a lot more pork, but bacon is life. Bacon is life. You're absolutely so, right. Yeah, not turkey bacon though, Def. I'm sorry. Can't do t- can't do the turkey bacon. So, although I think there are some wild turkeys out here, you could probably hunt one. Still, still not the best. I my my favorite time ever shooting turkeys. Uh, it was up at uh, Fort Dump. And uh, on Fort Dumb, they have a wild, they have a huge wild turkey population. Um, and these fuckers march around the post uh, throughout the year. And you see them just moving around in groups all over the place. And these things are, they're pretty violent, actually. They will come after you. If provoked, they will fucking fly after you. They will fuck you up. Like our satanic rooster? <clears throat> so I, I'm sitting there one one. Uh, Christmas, it was actually just like the week before Christmas and it was prior to PT and it was perfect. It was like the sun was still hasn't come up yet, but the sky was light and you could see like the white snow and everything else. And I, I saw these turkeys walking through my backyard and I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. So I went out there the next day. I got some seed at the fucking locals farmer market. I went out there and I poured a trail and I got them right around my, my, the tree, right out by my, right outside my bedroom window. And, uh, I had purchased this arrow online for my compound bow. It was a, uh, they call it the decapitator and it's a a three pronged arrow that shoots out arrowheads that are about yay wide across with these fucking blades that are coming off of it. And all you got to do is get within like four inches of the fucking turkey's head and the head pops right off the fucking turkey and i was like you have got to be fucking kidding me so the first first time i did it i was sitting there i had the window cracked open i had enough for the fucking bow and the arrow i never got out of my pjs i woke up real early in the morning and i just waited and i sat there and i watched him fucker came up i was like boop took his head right off then i had to walk outside go through the snow collect up his body, bring it back inside, clean it and all that other shit. And I was like, that's too much work. 
So the next time I did it, I just did it with a normal arrow with a normal fucking broad tip on it. And I tied 550 cord to the back of the arrow. And I sat there and I waited. Fucking turkey came up. Boom, blasted right through the turkey, arrow stuck in the ground, turkey ran around, got all tangled up in the 550 cord, grabbed the 550 cord, pulled the 550 cord, the turkey, and the arrow back to the fucking window, pulled the turkey up, never left the room, never fucking put on boots, never got out of my PJs, walked in, slapped the turkey in the sink and said, hunting's done. You should try that with the gator. Yeah. He keeps trying to shoot the gator through the bathroom window. doesn't work out, though. Um, Tammy, pigs are cannibals, but uh, pigs, domesticated pigs are cannibals. Wild pigs won't eat their own because they're so full of parasites. Like, they can literally smell the, the disease and, and infection and parasites in, the decay in, other, in, in other wild in other pigs. Wild pigs. But domesticated pigs, mm-hmm. they will certainly eat each other because they're not as full of parasites and infection and disease and whatnot. So, um, but there is a theory. I saw someone over here. Uh, oh, Riley said, not only that, God forbids the eating of pork. So there's an in- interesting theory on that, kind of going back to our theory about the um, the Elohim. God created the Elohim and the Elohim created us from their DNA and Homo erectus. So, and there were 13 genetic engineering sites around the world where they created us, which is where we get different races and colors and uh, traits, etc. Um, but supposedly they also created pigs to clean up after us, to be or to clean up, to be like the the trash collectors. That uh, that God didn't create pigs; the Elohim created pigs, and that's why God forbids the eating of pigs. Just I also heard that. Some weird story about how uh, pigs and humans were like created from each other, some yeah. crazy crap, and mm-hmm. that's and, why we're uh, genetically closer than anything else. And that that why why they also now they're using pigs to grow livers and and organs and mm-hmm. and labs and stuff like that because they're so similar to us genetically. Yeah, like ninety nine and a half percent similarity genetically, something like that. Like, really, the only difference is our parents. Do we stand on two legs and they're on four? Four. That's really it. Other than that, we're almost identical. So, craziness. So yeah, weird. Yeah, basically, the the idea yes, is that pigs will eat humans. We don't we don't eat ourselves. We're not cannibals, so we shouldn't eat pigs either. They can be trained to eat humans. Yes, but I still love bacon. So yes, they can. What was that? Uh, that one of the Hannibal Lecter movies? Pig farmer in Canada. Yep. Yeah. They also digest bone very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, so carnivore diet is actually something that um, that could be beneficial if it's if it's uh, beef, um, not necessarily pork, but uh, as as far as vegetables and other herbs go, you know, stuff that you guys use all the time, garlic is incredibly beneficial to your health. Uh, Blueberries, hugely beneficial. Um, Cilantro, oregano, basil, uh, all of these. Cilantro. Parsley. Yes, parsley, huge. Um, You think parsley is metal detoxing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, cilantro and, and parsley specifically help with heavy metal detox and everyone needs heavy metal detox because it's on it's in everything you eat and drink right now so it's in the air you breathe 
You're breathing it in with from the chemtrails and you don't even know it. So. And all those heavy metals are reacting to the EMF oh, frequency yeah. around us. So anyway, let's watch some of this interview. Obviously, it's like an hour. We're not going to watch the whole thing um, with Dr. Majay and the uh, the CEO of EMF Solutions. And we'll uh, give you a rundown on a little bit of what that's about. Products that he actually is a personal inventor of and, and he produces them himself. So I want you to start with your story. All right. Sounds good. So. I guess uh, almost 20 years ago, I had really big health problems and I tried, you know, everything I could get my hands on. Finally, some holistic stuff worked. I got into the holistic world um, as a career. I was training practitioners how to do something that helped me. Then I became a practitioner. And as a practitioner, I was trying to address all these health concerns that people were coming to me with. And I realized I, if I didn't address the elephant in the room, as they say, um, I was having a real hard time helping people uh, support their journey to trying to get over Lyme disease or all these other pretty nasty autoimmune things, which is a pretty new new word in the in the world. Um, so I needed to address it, and I used muscle testing, and, and we had other ways, and we tested all the products out there, and I couldn't find products that would properly address the EMS for myself, my family, and my clients. And so I had to go to the drawing board and I just had to start studying. And I, and I ran across some really great research, some studies about really the scientific stuff that's going on with EMFs. And, and then I came up with the inventions for my, my clients and myself. And quickly, we had a lot of testimonials that grew and it just, I had to make a decision. Okay, I got to either do my practice or I got to do EMFs. I don't want to be like, the jack of all trades. So I want to, you know, make a decision. So I kind of have a company by accident, really. Um, and then I got so busy that um, I said, geez, I got too many appointments, too busy. What a good problem. And I asked my wife if she would uh, close her practice and help help with the business. And then we got too busy and then I had to get somebody to, to train to do appointments and the rest is history. And now, you know, we just kind of blossomed into a company, you know, based off of that. That's kind of my, my quick version of a story, if you will. So you live close to a 5G tower, right? Yeah. So when I was in San Diego, after we started our company, after we fixed the EMFs, um, my wife and I went to sleep one night and woke up the next morning and neither of us slept good. We just said, what is going on? I slept terrible. Me too. We didn't have the flu. We felt like it. We had these weird symptoms. Uh, we felt terrible. Well, they put a 5G tower and this was... This was over five years ago. This was like one of the first 5G towers in San Diego in the country, really. There weren't many up. I didn't even know what it looked like or what it was. So one of my neighbors told me that the telephone company was up on the pole right next to my house. Well, 10 yards from my bedroom and 10 yards from my living room, they put a 5G tower. And so I got my meters out and it tested off the chart crazy. And so we just put more of the same product down. It was amazing. We lived there another almost three years in a month-to-month -month lease because it felt great. Everything that we did, uh, which we might get into, that we tested, showed that it tested perfect and we stayed there. So that's how much we trust our products, but our symptoms went away real fast. And my wife's uh, kind of the canary in the coal mine where she really felt it and then boom, she was better. After that time, she actually had chronic fatigue since she was age four and living in that place, not only did she get rid of chronic 
fatigue that she had when, since she could remember being a little kid. But she got pregnant and, you know, baby's healthy and all the rest is history. So, you know, that's a little bit of about, I think, how well we trust her. Uh, we moved to South Carolina and Charleston and we purposely bought this house, which um, our house is less than a block from a 200 foot cell tower with over 50 antennas on it. If I didn't believe I could fix EMS, knowing what I know, seeing the test, seeing my own blood under a microscope getting messed up in two minutes on a cell phone and so forth, I would never have exposed my family to this. So I, I believe we overfixed our house, which is what you need to when you have that. And then we eventually, um, I'm not gonna name the name, but one of the companies let me in and I fixed the tower itself. So the whole neighborhood's fine with that tower now. But that's a little bit about my, my uh, recent history. So the products that you're using, what is like, for instance, the band that I have on this little resin, what is that in essence? Well, the exact material, two things. First of all, it's proprietary, so don't get exactly specific yeah. Yeah. about uh, what it is, but it's natural material. We find it in nature, our big proprietary secret, and you can get on our website and look on the um, How the Products Work page. I believe at the bottom is one of our things. So we, we test the, the material three different ways. All, many different crystals and many different rocks, like virtually almost all of them, will have a very small percent that has these properties in it that will remediate EMFs naturally. And so we just learn what those properties are, how to test them. Uh, the meter that's on the website there, we had specially made. That's, that's, uh, that's not something you can go buy somewhere. So we had a, a you know electronics company specially make that meter to test that stuff for us. And so we're doing, you know, some neat things that way. Um, what it does is a whole different story. So it's not blocking EMFs. It's stopping the bad message that goes to our cells that gives our cell uh, a reaction. So that's a whole, you know, different story I can explain if you want. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have anything to share on, you know, your screen to explain better, yeah, you can go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Um, before we get started on EMS, can I just cover one thing? Why should the people who are listening even be concerned about this? That's a really good thing before you get started because it's not talked about. Obviously, this is a very educated crowd. They know if it's not talked about, it doesn't mean it's real. Um, but it's not going to be talked about for lots of reasons. One is any company that makes devices that are going to be harming you in this way, if as soon as they admit it, they're out of business. It's class action lawsuits, they're all gone. So they'll never admit it. People are expecting, like they call the electric company and they're gonna come out and say, yeah, your you know, EMFs are too high because you're under power lines. That'll never happen. Um, they don't have a level that's like that. So that's important to know. But um, if you're new to EMFs, I just wanted to say, besides a long list of things that Dr. Carey already covered, which you did name a lot of very common symptoms from EMFs, um, there's lots of others and you can see my favorite place to get a whole lot of information in a very short time is the bioinitiative.org website. So bio, the word, the letter like bio, and then right into the same word, initiative.org. And if you go to forward slash conclusions, then you're gonna go to one webpage that has a summary of almost 2000 studies. So if you think that the science isn't out there yet, go to that. They don't sell products. They don't sell solutions. They're not fun anybody with an agenda. They just people, honestly, when the, when the people that join this organization has been around for years, do tell you the EMS are bad for you. They're just risking their career. The only upside for them to do that 
is to tell the truth and to feel good in their hearts that they're educating people and letting them know what's going on. So it's a phenomenal website. I encourage you to spend five minutes there and you will probably have your jaw drop and know that this is a serious issue. So just wanted to go over that real quick first. But, um, and then one more thing, you did mention this, Dr. Kerry, when we are talking that maybe I should mention the reflex study. There's like, I just gave you a page with a summary of 1800 studies on it, but there's a few really big ones done by the US government. This one that I'm gonna name is the European Union paid millions of dollars years ago, way before 5G was even a thought, um, to test how much DNA damage is coming off of a cell phone, okay? Now, or happening as a result of using a cell phone. So if you don't have the symptoms that Dr. Carey said, uh, and if you don't have any symptoms, that's fantastic. You're getting DNA damage, that's happening. You're getting a calcium channel problem. You're getting DNA damage. You're getting cellular damage. We've seen it. We've, we've had independent studies that we've paid for, prove and show that on a to human cells. That's happening. Um, so what they did is they said, well, how much is happening? 12 institutions across Europe, not like one dude, 12 institutions across Europe participated in this multi-million dollar study. And they decided how much DNA damage is happening from cell phone use, putting that cell phone up against your head compared to a chest x-ray. And they found, this sounds like made up, it's so crazy. They found that 24 hours on a cell phone was equal to about the same DNA damage, that strand breaks to your DNA, as 1600 chest x-rays. So I, I just went to the dentist today. Every time you get an x-ray, you're like, oh, I'm getting some radiation. I hope I don't get too much. You don't just willy-nilly like, can I have 50 please? Like, so that is a, a figure that's mind-blowing. Now it's doing it in a different way. So x-rays damaging your DNA directly. The microwaves and radio waves from cell phones is doing it indirectly, but the result is still the same. It's getting damaged in a huge manner. And I wish I could, I could spend like a half an hour just talking about studies that would make everybody's jaw drop. But that you can look up. It's a reflex study uh, done by the European Union. And uh, that's, that just is an eye opener. So just a couple of things. There's a lot to go over, like you said, but it's well known for a long time. Almost any doctor will tell you a woman that would put her cell phone right up against her bra here <laughs> usually would get breast cancer right there. I mean, that was actually, that's actually really well known. Yes, that would cause cancer. There's a lot of data showing that the cell phone use and uh, the brain tumors happening too, especially people using it here, the wireless devices, that sort of thing. So there's evidence out there that it, it does hurt us. Um, so we need to take it seriously and just know that there was a big paper released about the SARS-CoV-2 virus could be actually induced, created inside the human cell, the human body by a frequency that they uh, identified. When it went into the skin, it actually vibrated the DNA. And what the DNA would do is then uh, create a structure that was identical to the SARS-CoV-2 virus in the body. So they proved that could be created inside of a human body with a frequency. So frequencies are important. We're a frequency too. And I always say that. So the frequencies they're putting at us are not good for life, whether it's plants, humans, insects, et cetera. So we just have to learn what to do to, to reduce that risk. All right, a lot of information in there. Yeah. A lot of scary stuff in there too. 5G, holy shit. Yeah. But unmute him, he's still muted. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. I forgot about that. Uh, 
But uh, 5G. Holy shit. Yeah. Did he talk about what he's using? So he actually has a whole line of products that he developed. Um, you can find it at emfsol.com, um, which is actually where I found the, the interview in the first place. But uh, emfsol.com. And he has a whole line of products and they'll, they'll actually, they'll come out to your house and they're not our sponsors or anything like that. I just came across them when I was, cause I know Dr. Carrie Majay talks a lot about frequency healing and, um, she's really one of the only ones talking about the synthetic, synthetic bioengineered self-assembling nanostructures, um, that can be activated by 5G. She and Carrington Kingston and Mike Adams and a couple of other people go that far. Um, mm -hmm. but not a whole lot. So, um, if we can think of it, they've already created it, created it. I mean, that's, that's really where it is. Um, and you know that uh, right around the time that the, what the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers took over our society, um, they also changed the frequency of music from 440 Hertz to four, or they changed it from four, 432 to 428. And five five twenty eight and four thirty two, I believe, are good frequencies. Yeah, yeah, and they changed it to four twenty eight because, and and that's that's really bad. That's if you if you do an experiment where you take a drop of your blood, or take two drops of your blood, and you play um, you play music at one at four twenty eight, and you look at it under a microscope, it it actually starts to disintegrate. And mm -hmm. um, if you you play it at uh, four thirty-two or five or higher. Um, your your blood gets gets healthier. Your cells get stronger, bond better. Uh, so they deliberately change the frequency of music that we listen to to make us weaker. So I have because um, what I've been doing lately is I've been going like whenever I go to these different cities because I've been traveling across the country is. I look for old architecture because in a lot of these, you know, old cathedrals that they say were built in the 1800s, which I don't believe at all. Um, the Tartaria churches? Uh, yeah, I, I call them the millennial reign of Christ churches because I think the apocalypse or at least part of it already happened. Um, but I have a, a episode dedicated to that. It's my uh, Tartaria and the millennial reign of Christ episode 110, where I go really deep about all that. But if you look at a lot of these churches, they have these windows that are shaped like mandalas. And at one point, maybe you guys remember when you were kids, they might be ringing the bell, you know, for church, uh, but they used to have massive bells um, it, of different types of metals because different metals uh, deliver different frequencies. And, um, the bells would ring through those windows and that would affect our body. Also the organs, the big pipe organs, the organs would actually help assist in healing our, our organs. And, um, another really weird thing that I was looking into was the Liberty bell of Philadelphia. And it was this big bell with a crack in it. And I was just like, why would they, you know, put a bell with a crack in it and call it the freedom bell. Right. Um, because I think that back in the day, those bells were specifically designed to help heal our blood, uh, depending upon how far away from the church or those, you know, cathedrals we were. You could also do the, um, have you seen the sea salt 
test where you put it on like a speaker and on top of a blackboard and then you change the frequencies of the board and, and the and the salt uh, transforms into different mandala shapes so you know our body salt is a mineral so our mm -hmm. body requires salt and minerals so if it's doing that to salt it's doing that to the minerals within our body as well something to think about yeah i know um we'll sometimes go to the the old cathedral here in savannah uh the it's a basilica now and it's giant and it has an old the original organ and the acoustics in that church are just phenomenal big stained glass windows and just going in there and, and sitting and listening. Cause you know, sometimes we'll go for, we'll have people, friends in town and we'll go for a tour or whatever. And just going and sitting in there and listening, it makes you feel better. It really does. I mean, I think mm -hmm. that's why people go to church. Um, cause it physically makes you feel better. What are you doing, babe? Nothing. I'm looking for something. Okay. What's uh, the, what's the capital of Georgia again? Atlanta. Atlanta. So my buddy was just out in Atlanta not too long ago. He, he lives out here in Minnesota. We've been doing a lot of tours of old architecture and he was driving around Atlanta. He's like, I couldn't even get out of my car. He's like, it was to look at all these old, you know, buildings there to, to photograph. He's like, it's just too dangerous. And, um, so, uh, it's, it's really weird because I went to a lot of these cathedrals in Spain and a lot of the cathedrals in America are built in the same fashion. And, um, they're just systematically destroying all this architecture. And it's kind of like when you know, wars happen, they go to a country and then they start bombing these ancient sites and then they destroy all the museums. And now they're just kind of doing that all over the country to, all, to the remaining sacred architecture we have here. That's one of the things I really love about Savannah. Um, we, we moved here some 17, 18 years ago now, but you know, the story about Savannah is it was one of the original cities built in 1733. And when Sherman came through during the first civil war and came, marched, to marched, the sea. marched to the sea and, and came to, set fire to Savannah as he had set fire to most of Georgia. The mayor met him outside the city and gave him the keys to the city uh, and just requested that he not burn it. And so Savannah still has the original architecture from 1733, a lot of the old original buildings. And in fact, the Historical Preservation Society has such a stranglehold on the city that they cannot do anything. If you build in the city, it has to be to the original architectural standards. Um, it has to be approved. If you do any kind of renovations, they have to be approved by the Historical Preservation Society. There was this big drama because there was this one building that was just inside the city limits that was falling down, condemned, but they couldn't tear it down because it was a historical building and they couldn't renovate it because it was in such bad shape that they couldn't afford to renovate it to the point that was required to match the original architecture. So it's just this decrepit building falling down in the corner of the city and it hasn't been touched in 20 years. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's, you know, Savannah is very, there's a lot of energy here in all different ways. It's, it's one of the most 
spiritually active cities, um, lots of ghosts, lots of hauntings. And, uh, and I think a lot of the, the buildings hold on to those, those spirits, those energies because they're so old, you know, buildings have, especially older buildings, um, have personalities and, and develop their own energy and, and will absorb strong energies that, that happen inside them or around them. Um, and Savannah's just full of it. So the reason why that is, is because back whenever those buildings were built, like the sacred architecture, what I refer to it as is the architects were building based off uh, geometric uh, patterns within nature. So when they would create a building, they would build it um, basically with like a life force essence and, you know, like all this, the domes were like feminine and the, the square shapes were masculine and everything had like its place. And uh, that's why when you like walk into, you know, a lot of these older buildings, like you literally feel like you're about to start tripping on mushrooms because it activates your senses and it's designed to do that because that's the way they used to build. Now, if you look at like, you know, they want you to believe that, you know, oh, so, you know, they were, they weren't as advanced as us, but it's like, well, well, how come we can't build like that anymore? Because I did basic, you know, building and carpentry, you know, 15 years ago. And I was watching guys mess up measurements and cuts all the time. But, um, that's really crazy that, uh, you know, we don't build like that anymore. And I think part of it is because I don't know if we can build like that anymore. And if we can, why aren't we since we're so advanced? It's like, why can't we go back to the moon? Because we forgot how? That's literally what we never said. went. Yeah, well, because we never went. But that's literally what they said. We forgot how we lost the technology. I'm sorry, what? We've come how far in the last 60 years and we lost the technology? Like, did someone write it down on the back of a napkin and it went in the garbage can? Are you fucking kidding me? No, oh, we put it on VHS, VHS tapes and accidentally recorded over it. <laughs> yes, you're right. We were never at the moon. Um, and we all we all know this. But uh, yeah. but it's it's the same thing. Yeah, I, don't, I think most of those older buildings we never built. And I, I agree. There's a lot of... Uh, resonant architecture that we've lost um well look at again, look at any of the ways. look at any of the doorways in any of these places like for instance one of the things i like about where we live now is uh, there's a lot of houses out here that are constructed with the nine foot ceilings where do you see that anymore yeah our our house has arches all the way through i love the arches we have nine foot ceilings throughout i mean arches. you have nine foot ceilings in houses anymore uh they are very constructed to uh, a standard of space conservation uh where you'll have less but it'll look like more they're symmetrical boxes that inhibit trap energy more. yes exactly Traps energy exactly and with so little light you know, so few windows. And I mean, I get it down here in the South. Everyone's like, oh, you don't want windows because it's so hot and blah, blah, blah. No, I, I love my windows. I bring, bring on the, the sunlight, the, the fresh air, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I spend most of my time outside anyway, but, um, that's, that's the other thing, you know, all during the, the pandemic. And even before that, they, well, before that, you remember in school, they started cutting things like, 
art class and um, shop class and home ec and, mm -hmm. and all of these things, things that encourage kids to learn how to take care of themselves and be self-sufficient and work with their hands. All of that promotes critical the, thinking. The, the trans-feminization of masculinity in America. Oh, 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 oh yeah. It, well, the, 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 no, it is, let's just call it what it really the fuck is. It is the pussification of the American male. That is all it is. Don't tell, give it a fucking fancy name. Oh, it's trans. Because then you give it another reason to blame it on something else. It is the pussification of the American male. We have got a bunch of pussies out here. People get offended by the way I talk. People say, oh, you're too offensive. You're too in people's face. Fuck you. <laughs> we don't have enough of that today. People are a bunch of fucking sniveling little pussies. They get scared of their own yeah, shit. Yeah, we need more David Goggins. We just need people who actually have half a backbone. You don't have to be outspoken, but at least be reserved in your right to fuck a motherfucker up when the time comes. Now you can go to jail for just poking someone. It's that, gayer that's than a, That's assault. I'm assaulting you. I do that all the time. I mean, I walk up to people. I'm like, what is your fucking problem? That's, that's assault. Well, well like, and yeah, I we, we've, been raised, we've been raised in a society of political correctness, for, you know, since we were small children. I'm, I'm 40, I'll be 47 in January. So we've been, you know, it's not cool to make people feel uncomfortable with your words. And it's been like that since I was a little kid. And because of that, now society is crumbling to pieces. And like you said, we got a bunch of weak ass people running around, avoiding, you know, nobody wants to meditate. Nobody wants to fast. Nobody wants to work out. Nobody wants to eat healthy. They don't want to go into a sauna for long periods of time or do cold showers because their, their, their comfort levels are at risk. And when you challenge people's comfort levels, that's when the growth happens. And we've been trained to live in a society where if you know your limits, well, they don't want you to know your limits. If you challenge your limits, well, then you grow. But if, if we can keep everybody at this, like you said, pussification phase, then we're going to be able to control them. It's like, like Robin Hood, back, back to that. Don't let them eat meat. They'll be weak and they'll be stupid because they don't have the animal fats go into their brain or the muscle go into their muscle. And we'll be able to control them easier. I, I just don't understand That's where why this, they put fluoride in all the water systems. I, I don't understand yeah. this because you know what you were talking about. You're you're a year older than I am. Uh, we're not much different. I don't know where you grew up. Um, Los not, Angeles. Really? Wow! I was yeah. going to actually guess the upper northern Midwest. Right. Los Angeles. Remember Los Angeles when we were growing up was, was like a New York pot. City. Yeah, it was you know? a melting pot. There was, yeah there I grew was, up in a gang era. I grew up around gangbangers. The weather. But uh, so for instance, you grew up on that side of the country. I grew up on the East Coast. I grew up on exactly the opposite coast in New York City. And um, I did not grow <laughs> up with this. This is the way I talk now is the same way I talked when I was a kid because that's what we grew up around. Those were my role models. Those were my male role models that were around me. They didn't hold back. Uh, they didn't 
they weren't outright but they didn't hold back. If you asked a question, you got both barrels smoking. Well, that was Whether you liked it or not. That's why people that's why people outside of New York couldn't stand Trump because they didn't understand. That's how we grew up talking, right? You ask someone a question, they're going to tell you the truth whether you like it or not. Usually you're not going to like their tone whether or not you like the answer. I love the East Coast tone. I like I like the truth in all of its painful, uncomfortable forms. And the, what I what I meant was is when you when like if we really grew up in a in a society where we could say shit that was offensive, like East Coasters are pretty outspoken, but like if that was the case, we wouldn't have shit like Monsanto and GMOs and all this shit because somebody would have said like, "Hey, that ain't cool. You're gonna get all these people sick." But you know, people people have jobs. We gotta protect their jobs. It's like yeah, their jobs are killing people. So, you know, political correctness is in one way or another. It's been like an undercurrent in our in our society since probably before the Rockefellers took over this country. See, we we had those people, though, that were warning us about Monsanto and, and GMO. They were the crunchy granola moms. Right. And we all made fun of them. And like the yoga moms that that were all, you know, eating liter- healthy granola and, and their their smoothies and their avocado toast yeah but they went and they're all way the, they're off. all the ones that fucking lined up to get the poison death jab like are they what, yes. what to you? Are you yes fucking kidding me uh, all the people that started what all was the that old hippies lined up to get the jab i don't get it think all about the people it people that did robert uh, de niro robert de niro big time hippie yeah. huge hippie lined up to get the jab wait a minute they paid him this is a guy that wouldn't fucking do it ever. He's like, fuck the government. Yeah. Well, they probably gave him a saline shot. He probably didn't get the real vaccine. What, what's the name of that, uh, that, that movement? The, um, we are the 99%, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the Occupy movement. Yes. Uh, yeah. All the Occupy movements that said the government's tyrannical. And, and now you have all the SJWs. They're racist. They're killing people. Except when there's a pandemic, they want to save us and all of our families. It's like, what really? Are they racist murderers or are they selfish, greedy bastards? Or are they here to save you and your family? All those people are the ones that are pushing the vaccine the hardest. Yeah. Those same people. Well, you know what you said about so when the pan, when the when the pandemic started, and I was hard in the rat race. I, I was working 70, I was 70 to 80 hours a week. I ran a very large hotel. I worked 12, 13, 14 hours a day. Um, barely saw my kids and my family ate decent food, but it was, you know, out of the work cafeteria. So it was all sourced from Cisco, you know, mm-hmm. cause that's how it is. So it's all Monsanto GMO, all of that. Um, cause that's, that's how all of the food in all every single restaurant, except for your occasional locally sourced mom and pop diner, everything else all comes from Cisco. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I had gained a shit ton of weight, even though I ran around all the time. I mean, I, I did 30,000 steps a day, but I put on 50 pounds. And, and it was because of of the crap and I'd come home and I'd make a quick dinner because it was all I had time to do. And I'd go to sleep for a few hours and I'd get up and I'd do it all over again. And, and I did it six days a week, sometimes seven. 
I worked on my vacation. I'd bring my laptop with me and do freaking labor reports from Mexico. I mean, it never stopped. And then all of a sudden the pandemic happened and I had COVID at the time and I was sick as a dog and I was like, I'm, I'm out. You know, it was only supposed to be for eight weeks was what my company said. And, and I knew when I got home, when I was home then, and I got thrown out of the rat race so hard and so fast, I knew that I was never going to get healthy until I got healthy, right? Because I could not kick the COVID. It was like a fucking elephant was sitting on my chest. I couldn't breathe, constant mucus. Um, the fatigue was just horrible, but I was, I was overweight. I was, I didn't exercise well. I didn't eat right. So I started out doing insanity. Well, first I slept for a week and then, and then I got up and I started working out. And then the more I worked out, the more energy I had. So I started doing insanity and then I started running. And then I, by the end I was, I'd go for a four mile walk on the beach every morning. And then I'd come home and I'd do insanity in my backyard in the middle of summer, um, for, you know, 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes. And then I'd run for two miles, two to three miles in the evening at sunset. And I dropped 50 pounds like that. And I stopped craving sugar. I stopped craving crap. And I started eating healthy because that's what my body wanted. My body mm -hmm. wanted that good food, those good nutrients to keep me going. And when I started eating healthy, then everyone else started eating healthy because I'm the one that cooks. So, you know, and, and, and that really started me down this whole cycle of where we are now. Um, I, I went back to work for a while and I, I hated it. I, I got sick almost immediately. I was inside this moldy ass, disgusting building. I never got any sunlight. I went back to not seeing my family and my kids. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Mandates gave me an excuse to get out, but I'd already stepped down and I was working less, but, um, you know, it was great. But so many people, when they got kicked out of work from COVID, they sat inside. They didn't go outside. They mm -hmm. ate crap. They watched TV. They, they had no impetus to, to better themselves. They, 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 they bought TVs and, and maybe whatever. I, I started a podcast and, and put money in silver and stocks and cryptocurrency. And, you know, I just started doing all this shit that I wasn't normally doing. And, Lindsay knows I drank alcohol, but I do that because I, 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 because <laughs> you're Irish. That's what what I, it's, yeah. it's me. You know, I drink a lot of alcohol. So you learn how to make your own alcohol too, though. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was right. Yeah. Because now we're preparing for the future because we see what's coming. So, you know, that the first part, the first part of getting prepared is to, to get yourself prepared physically eating healthy is a big part of it, but you have to exercise. You have to go outside, get fresh air, get that vitamin D, be out in the sunlight. I and mean, we're coming into winter right now. Um, you only need 30 minutes of vitamin D from the sun twice a day. And it's not in the middle of the day. Really the best time is early morning and, and late evening. Like right when the, right after the sun comes up and right before the sun goes down, that's when, when photosynthesis starts to happen. Yes. Yeah. Honey, let me let me tell you something about me, okay? Um, You're outside all day. My That's running um, ended when I retired from the military. Uh, <laughs> the farthest I will run now is from here to the refrigerator to get me another beer. No, that's why we bag. have children. And the reason I don't do that now is because I have kids. <laughs> so let's not talk about running you, anywhere. Okay, this, this man retired from... Well, I can't even say that. He was in the army and he got all fucked up in the head and they put him behind a desk for a while. And he's the only man I've ever seen that lost weight sitting behind a desk. So I, I don't worry about you. 
because I can put a bag over your head, but you can't hide a dad bod even if you turn off the lights. So um, <laughs> it's, it's all good. <laughs> But I mean, you have to, yeah. you have to eat healthy. You have to, and you exercise plenty. Your job is a very physically intensive job. So, and you know, you mow the lawn, you, you go out fishing, you go stand out in the sun, right? You're out in the fresh air. That's important. Sitting at home, rotting your brain in front of Netflix on your couch, eating fucking bonbons is not going to do anything for your health. Well, the the holy trinity that the church doesn't tell you about is actually the mind, the body, and the spirit. And how are you going to approach God if you don't have a healthy mind, body, and spirit? You know, I know a lot of like people that don't like my interpretations of of biblical theology or religious rhetoric, and I'm going to burn in hell. But it's like I've been telling you guys that the world is ran by satanic pedophiles for fifteen, twenty years, and you know, doing the work of pointing out who your enemy is and you guys didn't learn from that and uh you know so mind body and spirit that's go back to any of the pyramid building societies any of the, the the ancient societies it was always mind body and spirit and that's another thing that's been chased out of our culture and civilization is you know and a lot of, like with diet that's great too that's excellent it's awesome it's amazing a lot of times it's not what you put in your mouth. It's what you take out of it. That's why like fasting, if I was like, say I got vaccinated, one of the first things I would do is do a prolonged water fast, minimum 10, 11 days. Because whatever garbage I have in my body, I got to get rid of that. I, you know, you go, go look at a lot of these, these clinics that, that have uh, success treating cancers or reducing tumors you know, they tell their doctor, well, I'm going to go do a juice fast or a water fast. And the doctor, no, don't do that. You're, you know, you need radiation therapy. And they go and they do it anyways. And then they come back a month later and their, their tumor's almost gone. And it's because they eliminated a lot of the things in their diet. Temporarily, I'm not saying just drink water the rest of your life. You can't. But, I mean, you, yeah. you it's, it's the rule of three. You can go three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food. Uh, I actually think you could do a 40 day water fast, but I don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that that's like, but you would have to work up to something like that. Yeah. You have to train your body for it. Just like you don't just jump yeah. into a three week water fast. Like you start with three days. Um, yeah. But or do you know, every other, every other day, water fasting, one day, water, one day, food, one day, and do that for a long time. And then, you know. You, that'll you'll notice your sleep patterns help you get rid of mucus and other things in your life too. A achy bones just from an every other day water fast. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and of course, you know, they, for a while they were encouraging people to drink a gallon of water a day. They've fallen off of that, but that's, that's really beneficial too. But there's a difference. And most people don't know this. There's a difference between living water and dead water. Right. Yeah. Don't drink Dasani for, you know, a gallon <laughs> of Dasani a day. You'll wind up in the hospital. Exactly. That's salt. It's literally salt water. Um, living water is anything that comes from a spring, a stream, a river comes, comes from nature. It's, it's living, moving water. So if you're buying bottled water from the grocery store, which 
course, has a lot of plastics in it. I'm terrible about that. I buy way too much water from the grocery store. But um, buy spring water. Don't don't buy purified water. Purified water is tap water. That's all it is. It's just tap yeah, water. Yeah. They are charging you a dollar a bottle for tap water that you can get out of your kitchen. Top water filter, a Berge mm -hmm. or you know, a zero filter or something like that. Yeah, we we actually we have a water filter on our sink, which is pretty sweet. Like it's built into our sink, so we have a separate faucet for filtered water. Um, mm -hmm. So I, you know, I bought like the original gallon jugs, the alkaline water, and then I refill them all the time with filtered water, so that that works. But um, you know, some we we have rainwater collectors too, so we'll we'll oh, filter them, perfect, and boil them. You know, I'll boil them and and save them for for just in case. When we were in uh, Arizona, we stayed at this RV park. It was 1,800 acres and he had two huge aquifers underneath his land and he got 8,000 gallons of water a day out of them. And one was um, uh, like, what do you say? It was like the purest, it was like a artisan water. And then the other mm -hmm. one was a heavy mineral water. And we, we filled mm -hmm. up, we had like five gallon bladders and we filled them up. We dumped the water out that we brought and filled them up with this instead, because the, what kind of water you drink is really important. Um, well, and drink a, a big, the big conspiracy is how they're like, Oh, you know, an inconvenient truth. We're running out of water. Uh, it's it's bullshit. like, well, no, yeah, well, number one, we live on a blue planet. Number two, there, there's aquifers underneath the entirety of our planet. And like there's been full lakes that have refilled based off of the natural aquifers in the ground. So like water is the most pro, you know prolific uh, resource we have. And uh, we're, we're never going to run out of water we might run out of clean water with the way that, you know, these scumbags are running things, but, um, you know. Yeah. But I, I want to get into a little bit of, uh, healing the mind as well, or because that's really, really important. And, and I think, and a lot of people are not going to like what I have to say here as usual. I don't care. Um, a, a lot of, mental disorders as they call them these days, I think are, we cater to them too much. Yep. And it's not just the, you know, the gender dysphoria, which of course is most definitely a, a, a medical, um, issue. It's a mental disorder, but even things like depression, uh, mm -hmm. or anxiety, right? De depression is, Depression is worrying about the past. Anxiety is worrying about the future. You can't change the past. And if you're worried about the future, then just do steps to make sure it's a good future. Um, both of those things are states of mind. If you can control your own mind, then you don't need big pharma to give you a pill to change the chemical balance in your brain. Control your own emotions. We, we have... We have stopped teaching our children how to control their emotions. We used to teach boys not to cry, right? You don't now. Now we encourage boys to cry. We used to teach boys, don't be a boy, be a man, don't cry, don't be a little pussy. What are you crying for? I even got that as a girl. My mom tra trained me, raised me to be a, a a strong girl. It's rare that I cry. What are you talking about? I still raise our kids that way. I know you do, but too many people don't. 
Oh, okay. They cater to them. You know, you, you say, oh, I'm depressed and it's a crutch to fall back on. And they give you all these drugs to make you feel better, but they're not actually addressing the root of the problem. They're just changing the chemical structure of your brain so that you forget about what's actually going on instead of fixing it. They're just kicking the can down the road, sticking a Band-Aid on an incredibly deep wound that needs to be flushed out and get stitched up. Yeah, tourniquet needs to be applied. Yeah. Well, I said years ago, I was, you know, because I have lots of friends that are on these various back van I did, um, psychotropic drugs or whatever, and I was like, yeah, what you need to do is get into meditation and exercise. You know, you need to stop eating all that shit fucking cereal. And, and you know, it's like everything that I've said, is, it comes from experience. You know, I was hyperactive. Mm. Jeremy, I think we lost you. You froze up there. We can't hear you anymore. Uh-oh. Wi-Fi went out. Right, bro. Yeah. Well, all about that. All right. Hold on. Let me text him and tell him that we lost him We're here. We're going to go to a spoop. Boop. Yeah. All right. So... Again, depression and anxiety are, are, are states of mind. Learn to control your own mind. Not to say that you can't talk about it. You absolutely should. I'm not saying that you should suppress it and bury it. I'm, I'm saying that you should understand that this is your mind. This is These are your emotions and you need to learn to control them. Why depend on someone else to control your own emotions? My mom told me a long time ago that you can't depend on someone else to make you happy. You have to learn how to be happy with yourself before you can expect anyone else to be happy with you. And it's along the same line. Happiness and sadness are just two, two, two sides of a coin, right? So if you can control your own happiness, you can control your own sadness as well. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's painful. But it's they're your emotions. Yes, if you don't love yourself, you can never truly show love to another person. You, you know, uh, I know the military gets a really bad rap for a lot of the shit that they do to people. Um, one of the coolest things I thought I, I'd learned uh, very early on. And, um, everybody that talks about it, they always tell a different story. Um, one of mine though, is it, it's still ranger school by far out of all of the schooling I did the military out of everything I did. One of the hardest schools I ever did was ranger school. And I will tell you that you learn more about yourself. And, uh, one of the things that we said all the time, kind of as a joke, but it wasn't a joke mind over matter. I don't mind and you don't matter. One of the things you realize really quick in that school is that that is the truest statement you have ever heard. I don't mind and you don't matter. Um, 
mind over matter. It is absolutely the truest thing you will ever learn about yourself. When you realize what your dead point is, like where you are just absolutely smoked, like you are dead tired, you couldn't lift an arm, a leg, you couldn't touch your toes or grab your dick or anything else. This is that point past then. So this is that point plus hours. And it's the amount of time that you can go past that to where you figure out that, yeah, mind over matter. I don't mind and I don't really matter either. This doesn't matter to me. And it, it's crazy when you think about it because there's a lot of people that don't ever find that out about themselves unless they're put in as what we always like to call the superhero situation. Because everybody talks about like history and this and that, and that um, I do agree on a, on a specific form. And I agree to a, a, a relative example of that. Some of our history has been handed down to us through the form of comic books. And everybody talks about it differently. If you've ever seen a, the movie, um, what is it? Uh, Unbreakable. Yep. Uh, they talk about it in kind of a more realistic realm. Like these are things about our characters, like our characters about ourselves and people and the superhero fantasy that every human exhibits and everybody has one. Um, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be a 70 year old. You probably have a superhero fantasy of your own. Uh, to this day, kids still get them. Think about your own kids. What do your kids dress up as? What do they run around with? What's their favorite toy? For the longest time, my kids' favorite toy were the Hulk things, the fists. And uh, one of my kids used to run around the house with them. But this Punching is- Punching his brother over I, and over again. This is all part of that. And to think about comic books kind of in that- uh, genre, if you will, as a bit of history that's been handed down things unthinkable. Like we, we could not perceive what people saw in comic books. And you actually apply that against history. How much does that line up? just saying that there's there's a lot of things there i've heard of uh of other people i've talked to other people they've said the same thing uh, about comic books uh, about the historic nature and virtue of comic <laughs> books and stuff of that nature but it all kind of applies and he's back in your car better better uh internet signal i don't i don't have uh can you guys hear me yeah yeah okay good um yeah, well, I'm at my friend's house, and uh, I guess the internet cut out or something. Yeah, it happens. We yeah. we're we're pros with internet issues. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I you know I I have a, a personal mantra that I live by, and that's God never gives you more than you can handle if you just ask Him for help. And everything happens for a reason. You get through something, you come at it stronger, and then you can look back and see what that reason is. Sometimes it takes a longer time than others, and sometimes you have to really dig to find that reason, but you can get through anything that God throws at you. 
and know that it, it happened for a purpose. Um, so that, that healing in the mind and healing spiritually are, are very much connected. And when I talk about healing spiritually, I don't mean going to church every week. I, I, I really don't. In fact, I've, I've never been one to go to church every week. Um, our kids pulled us back to church for a while and that was fine. That was, that was great. I, I like for them to grow up with that, that tradition and that those core values, but I don't believe that you find God in a church. I believe you find God in nature. You find God in inside and outside. You find God within yourself and you find God outside in nature, everywhere you look. Um, and the best way to hear, heal spiritually is to learn how to listen to God because it is a, a learned thing. I've only learned in the past year and I had to be taught. Um, I had the benefit of an excellent teacher, but I had to be taught. And uh, it's not necessarily an, an easy thing. You really have to open yourself up and recognize that that voice that's inside you doesn't mean you're crazy. If you're hearing voices that aren't your own, it doesn't mean that you belong in an, an, an insane asylum doped up on lithium getting electroshock treatment. Um, generally, it's some something, something bigger than all of us that's trying to talk to you, that's trying to get through to you. You need to learn how to listen. Did you guys ever have that, that one family member, or maybe you were that family member, I know I was, that was like, when they were young, they were cool, they were cute, they were fun, and then they get old and they get hooked on drugs or they start hanging out with gangbangers or whatever, and then they're just like, you know, just fucking everything up, and then, uh, you know, they got to crash and burn, and then next thing you know, they change they're a way better person. Like when we look at society right now, our society is so fucking out of control, addicted to food, addicted to this, addicted to that. It's like we literally have to crash and burn so we can transform like as a collective, as a society. Like we were talking about political correctness earlier. Uh, all this shit is, is like it's boiling to the surface and if we don't crash and burn, because human beings, we, we're just dense creatures. We don't seem to learn from things. Like, you can't be like, oh, hey, if you keep doing that, you're going to lose a finger. Somebody be like, oh, shut the fuck up. Mind your own business. Lo and behold, you come back later, they're missing two fingers. Um, human beings, we a lot of times you got to get hammered to wake up. And I feel like that's what's happening. And like you said with the spirit, church is great meditation's great but it's like we need this like conglomeration of, of spiritual teachings and spiritual practices and that's why even aa aa came to believe a power greater than ourselves will restore us to sanity because man put in man's own hands man's just gonna fuck shit up but when we put ourselves in the hands of god and we treat our body like the temple that it was created to be then we can change shit yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I I was told that we got that quote backwards, the quote that uh, man plans and God laughs. It's actually God plans and man laughs because free will fucks everything up. So because we don't know how to listen to God, we don't know how to we don't know how to do as he asks because we don't know what he's asking us to do. So 
Well, it's not so much we don't know. We can't hear what he's asking us to do. And yet I think uh, 30% of the world heard him tell us not to take the jab. So not everybody listened, but I, I know I heard that very strongly from the very beginning, even before the jab rolled out. It was like, as soon as the pandemic rolled out, I got this download of information and I, I, I knew right away that they were going to try and roll out a, a, a poison death shot and that I absolutely should not take it under any circumstances. Um, it's amazing. Of course, I've never taken any vaccines. I wasn't going to start with this one. The, the conspiracy theorists always get the information months to years in advance. It's amazing how that works. Yeah. You know, and we're like, hey, guys, it, don't it really do that. <laughs> yeah. I hate being right all the time, though. Um, but that's why we're trying to change the collective consciousness to one of hope and healing, because I truly believe that people can heal from this. You just have to want to. You have to reconnect to the source. You have to reconnect to God. You have to heal your body, your mind, and your spirit, and you can heal from this. Um, but anyway, let's let's go back to 5G real quick. We've got a quick five-minute video. Um, speaking of conspiracy theorists, here is the king of conspiracy theorists himself to start off with. 5G. 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 It's called 5G. What do you think of when you hear 5G? Does it scare you? Does it excite you? <laughs> in 2018, there was a lot of excitement in the air when several telecommunications companies came forward with their plans to adopt 5G. But there was also backlash and concern. Developed in the brain in rats led to heart tumors. Increase your chances of brain cancer and tumors. Why is 5G generating so much friction when it is not even operational yet? First, let us explore what 5G is. In theory, 5G can offer 10 to 100 times the speed of 4G. This is because 5G uses higher frequency waves than 4G or 3G, which are less crowded with other devices. This allows more devices to have access to the internet at the same time and at faster speeds. Also, unlike 4G towers, which project signals in 360 degrees, 5G antennas are very directional. This again leads to lower interference with other signals that are present in the area. 5G also offers lower latency rates. With 5G, we can expect to see close to real-time responses between devices, which are touted at 1 millisecond latency, whereas 4G stands at 50 milliseconds. 5G also has more bandwidth than 4G, enabling you to connect more devices to a single internet port like a router. Now comes the question we have been wondering all along. Is 5G safe for humans and our environment? The issues with 5G arise as a result of its extremely high frequency, which lies between 30 gigahertz to 300 gigahertz. Due to the higher frequencies, the waves do not travel vast distances. Hence, antennas must be erected closer to each other to provide clear 5G reception. We are not talking about a few more antennas, but a lot more, exponentially more. Will these antennas pose health and environmental risks? 
wireless companies, and even government agencies such as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the United States Environmental Protection Agency believe that radio waves produced by 5G are safe. And they could be right. 5G networks use microwave and millimeter wavelength radiations, which are considered non-ionizing and don't produce the kind of energy that directly damages cells. It is ionizing radiation that is the harmful form. The energy from ionizing radiation can pull apart atoms and, as such, it's known to damage cells and cause cancer. However, more than 215 scientists from 40 different countries have appealed to the United Nations for urgent action to reduce the electromagnetic field exposure emitted from wireless sources, even if they are non-ionizing. These scientists also submitted a letter to the Federal Communications Commission FCC, asking the body to consider health risks and environmental issues before rapidly deploying a fifth-generation wireless infrastructure. And they are not alone. The Belgian government halted a 5G test in Brussels over concerns about the radiation from the base stations. Members of parliament in the Netherlands are calling on the government to further examine 5G while Switzerland is monitoring 5G's impact on people. The FCC does not seem to see a cause of concern, however, and the body is making sure that the technology is deployed at the earliest. Meanwhile, U.S. President Trump has declared 5G rollout a race that must be won. 5G networks will absolutely be a vital link to America's prosperity and national security in the 21st century. So what is the outcome of all this? Who is right and who is wrong? It's complicated. Although 5G does not have ionizing radiation, some experts suspect that the radiation from these devices could damage cells via oxidative stress in cells. This biological mechanism leads to inflammation and has been found to cause cancer, diabetes, and other diseases. For the time being, 5G seems safe, but there is simply not enough data to know for sure. If you are concerned, you can sign a petition to halt the deployment of a 5G wireless network until a proper framework and guidelines considering health hazards and environmental effects are prepared. Before we make our homes, businesses, and cities smart, it's important to make smart decisions when adopting new technology. So, yeah, just in case you weren't sure what 5G was, mm -hmm. that educates us now on what 5G is. So, the directional towers make me nervous. They're, they're not designed for faster service speeds. Maybe, yeah, that might be a component of it, but they're more designed to receive more signals to those towers. And if you got people walking around with biochips in them or nanotechnology, they are now going to be like little human modems walking around everywhere that can connect to these 5G towers. Another really interesting thing is center of disease control, the FDA, the poison, like the names or child protective services. They always give you these names that make you think, oh, they're going to help us out. The war on terror, all this other shit. And lo and behold, it goes back to their inversion talk, their satanic backwards talk. It's like, we named ourselves this 
And but we're really the opposite of what we claim. The war on drugs, another example. It's like I don't trust any of the government agencies. I don't trust any of the politicians. Yeah, listen to the voice inside your head. If if you got spiritual awareness, that's the voice you can trust. Exactly. And I think that's the most important thing, and that's what we have to start doing as a whole. Uh, this has uh, gotten ridiculous. But uh, again, so 5G is a frequency, right? It's it's a slightly different frequency, but it's just, it's another frequency. And can that frequency harm you? Yeah, probably. Um, I, I saw someone in the chat talking about that's why all the bodies fell in China. You know, when the, the pandemic first happened, we saw those videos coming out of China, people just dropping dead in the streets. And we're like, why didn't that happen anywhere else? Well, it happened to be, it coincided with when they were testing 5G and they were testing it in Shanghai where those bodies were dropping. Facial so, recognition. Yeah. I mean, were they, were they, they targeted? They need, yeah, they need it. Better yet. You know, they what need if it for it all those cameras. What if, better yet, what if it was DNA targeting? Which we know they're doing. We, we broke that, what Mick broke that almost two years ago now, but um, or a year and a half ago. And now it's, it's just come out. They're talking about like, they're just doing it, but they have been genetically engineering viruses to target specific populations. That's why the native American population was so heavily affected by COVID. That's why the, that's why they're pushing the jab so hard on the black population because Think they about have it, folks. Si significant detrimental effects from the jab. It is targeted against them. Think about it, folks, the latest James Bond movie which is to condition us to think that, A, these weapons are around. We know they exist. Uh, if James Bond knows about it, everybody must know, know about it. Uh, think about it. What was the latest James Bond movie? The James Bond movie was about DNA targeting. Through sequencing, they were targeting individuals. Yep. Why not? That's to well, get us to think it's all good. Look at the medical, the the caduceus, the the staff with the two snakes wrapped around it. That represents the DNA. Yep. They've been, you know, they let you know years ago. We want your DNA. Oh yeah, starting with uh, the Human Genome Project. So, but if there's a frequency that can harm you, there are more frequencies that can heal you. And I talk about cats a lot, right? I joke that cats are aliens, but it's not really a joke. Um, cats actually heal themselves with their purrs, which is just another frequency. And they can heal people. Um, yeah. They can heal minor cuts, uh, minor wounds, and they can heal emotional trauma with their purrs. And their purrs will be different depending on what they're trying to heal. Um, but uh, so different different frequencies bees. And we'll go. Yes, bees too. Bee beekeepers. Beekeepers are supposed to have some of the longest lives. Yeah. Right. They're working around these bees that are buzzing at this specific frequency, and then they're getting this this liquid gold, this honey that's totally medicinal. Same yeah. thing. Antiviral, antiparasitic. Again, the sound of and a river. Bees, yeah, bees don't fly. You know, bees. These vibrate. Um, they, they have a, a, a hollow thorax, yeah. and they they put out a specific frequency till they get to the same frequency of the earth, and they levitate. They don't actually fly. Crickets. Yeah. Um. 
Huey boy said, I still don't want a cat that shits in litter boxes and then comes cuddle on the couch with you. Actually, I train my cats to go outside. They don't more now. What, one of the, one of the things that can protect people from like EMFs and stuff is shungite or shungite powder. Yes. That? Yes. Mushrooms are incredibly powerful. Yeah, shungite not powder. Just, not just the psychedelic yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah, shungite is a powder. It's a crystal. I believe that uh, the, even the Russian military is now using it to protect them from EMFs. You can buy it on Amazon. You can make paste out of it. You could mix it in paint and paint your room with it. You could uh, uh, you could mix it in with your liquid soap and wash your body with it. You can wear it in jewelry. That like the doctor that you were showing that had that band, I would bet you that he has shungite in that band. Fantastic. I wonder if our uh I want I wonder if these I don't know. I wonder. We have these um we got these necklaces that have a little bit of dirt from five different continents and yeah, they're they're, they're, uh, they're grounding necklaces and it's it's like I took are it they off. Dark? Uh, well, they're, they're melded, they're welded together inside a locket. So they're, it's inside a locket and it's, it's welded shut. Um, but like it really, you really feel it. it makes a huge difference. It's kind of amazing. So it is but, that you could do zeolite. It, it, is, it is unless your neck hurts. Did you take yours off? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've had to. Yeah. Like it pulls at my neck. Gotcha. Yep. But it's, yeah, a grounding anklet. So grounding, there was a whole thing on the EMF, uh, EMF SOL website about whether grounding can be good or bad. Um, and it kind of depends on where you are. Um, you know, grounding and shielding are very, very close. And that's on a, a mental and spiritual level. But, and I'll talk about this right now, because actually Jay Rees was asking about it on Rumble the other day. Um, when I refresh my grounding and my shielding. I do it outside barefoot. Um, cause you don't want anything between you and the, the natural earth. And I, I try and sit up against a tree, uh, or sit at the base of a tree and imagine a golden ball of light that starts at the base of your spine and stretches up in a line up through your head and then down into the ground. And then that that ball of light stretches out like a web around you and creates your shield. Um, so it, it's all, it all starts inside you, but it's best to do it if you're sitting on the ground uh, with your bare feet and preferably your hands on the ground uh, against a tree because that's naturally grounded. So that's how you ground and shield. It's really easy once you learn how to do it, but it's, again, something that really has to be taught. So... Um, but frequencies, going back to frequencies, if you want to pull this up, yeah. babe, or you want me to do it? That's already up. Okay. So there's a bunch of different frequencies that you can use for different things. So pain relief frequency, 174 hertz. Just play a little bit of it. That's so weird. I don't know why that's not working. Yeah. That should be working. Yeah. That's so weird. Well, and it actually make it hear it and it did work, but... Uh, so 174 is for pain frequency and are you going to download it? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So keep going. Um, you got to go further uh, down. I know. I want to say 432 is for is DNA healing. There you go. All right, scroll down there. Healing frequencies for the eyes. Really, you can cure myopia naturally because I'm my eyesight is terrible. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're listening to sounds that are restructuring the blood in your body, you know our blood is our life force with our DNA in it. Yeah, of course. It would make sense. Hey, guys, I hate to do this, but I got to get going. Well, thank you so much for coming on again, Jeremy. Tell everyone again where they can find you. Yeah, you uh, can find me on Esoteric Gladiator Podcast. Sorry about the internet thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been on the road, so sometimes it's a, a challenge, but understand completely. Trust me, our viewers know all about that. Yeah, they're, I, they're I, so patient. I appreciate you guys having me on and I'll, I'll come on again if you want. And I have a full protocol for, um, for the, I didn't even think about all those herbs that you said, those are great, but I have a full protocol for how I would uh, attack, uh, the, the healing from the vaccination as well. Um, but we talk about it, take me a little bit of time to explain it all, but yeah, do that I, again. I know you, sometime. you went into it quite a bit on, um, the, the episode you did a couple weeks ago. So I, I, I polished it up even more since then. Good. Well, but. I encourage y'all to go back, especially if you have, if you've been jabbed or you have friends and family that have been jabbed and, um, they're, they're willing to try something to, to heal, check it out. Um, you know, it can't hurt. So, um, yeah. So and I'm going to be, I'm going to be headed towards the dirty South. I'm going to go try and do a 10 day water fast in North Carolina, but when cool. I'm out there, I'll hit you guys up and, yeah. and see if maybe we could do a one a podcast live or something. Absolutely. Sounds good. Gather in person. Cool. Absolutely. Right on, guys. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy. Really, really, we really appreciate your time. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to one. you later. All right. All right. Bye now. All right. So that pain relief one. So tell me if you guys hear this now. I don't understand why it's not working before, but. You guys hear that? Yeah, they can hear it. It starts out really low, but yeah, it comes in and Nick turned it up. That helps.
All right, Mick can sit here and listen to this all day because it's really helping his neck. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I know. It's it's so amazing. Um, but I've got a couple more that I, I want to share with you guys too. So hold on one moment here. You just sit there and listen to that for a minute, babe. Uh, here's another one. Oh, that's the one we're listening to right now. Sorry. that's So this is pain relief frequency. It's 174 hertz. It relieves back pain, headaches, and arthritis. Okay. And then there's also one for um, hypertension, controlling blood pressure. There it is. So pause the one that we're on right now. All right, so check this out, y'all. This is for hypertension uh, frequency healing. That's interesting. Very upbeat. How'd that one feel, babe? Not as good as the other one. Not as good as the pain one? Yeah. The pain one worked. Yeah. That one didn't really do anything. Yeah. Uh, I put the link there. There's 11 different um, healing frequencies in the link. I put it in both the Foxhole chat and the Twitch chat here. Although some of the videos are now unavailable on YouTube because that's what happens. Um, there's one more that I, I want to play and it's not. Well, two more. No, because I don't want to play the sleeping one because we'll literally put everyone to sleep. No, I think that we need to do that. You want you want to yeah. play sleeping? Yeah. Okay. I think that one's going to be more effective than anything else. Well, not not for not for our audience. They can play sleeping. Let's let's play the. Well, if you're healing. not driving, go ahead yeah. and to turn us off if you're driving. But <laughs> we're about to play the sleeping one just to show people that hey, this shit actually works. All right, let me. I stopped it, so let me go back to sleeping. Um, Fuck yeah, I want to do the sleeping one. I think the sleeping one will smack people in the teeth. Be like, oh shit, this shit really works. And mind you guys. Um, Usually, and I did this for a long time, right and Mick had next up, next up. Mick oh, had oh, no right idea. Right no, that's diabetes. Oh. Uh, Mick had no idea, but I would. Yes, yeah, this one. Up, um, idiot, fucking Warnock. Could you guys hear that? Yeah, could you hear that? That's a good question. 
Um, but I used to, Mick would go to sleep well before I did. And cause he would have to work in the morning. And, um, if I didn't feel like he was sleeping well, I would go and put on 432 Hertz, 432 megahertz. Um, heard a moron idiot. See, so they did hear something. Yeah, that's so, it so weird. It played that's there, but it didn't so play. We, this is fun. Maybe if you click directly, because uh, I'd opened it in a new tab. Can you guys hear that? Can you guys hear this? So if you go to, go to the, well. Still downloading. Okay. But yeah, so I'd go, I'd put that on in the, in the middle of the night when I went to bed and Mick would have no idea. Um, but it's, it's 432 is sleep and DNA healing. And then 528 is the miracle healing positive energy, miracle healing frequency. Um, and Jeremy was right. A lot of church bells, um, more ancient musical instruments are tuned to higher repairing frequencies. So, uh, that's, that's really interesting. And I'm deplorable. Dana said, you can have a frequency reading done to heal you of all kinds of ailments. They tailor readings to your specific needs and attach frequency combinations. Yes. Sarah Westall had someone on, um, and I spoke about her a while back. She was the one that was talking about how the, those two days were high spike protein frequency days, but she has a whole uh, computer program that, that she built that she gives away for free that does that, that diagnoses you based on the frequency and the timbre of your voice which is very interesting. But y'all. Anyway. The whole point of this show, this particular show, is that not everybody has to die. There are ways to heal. You can heal. Your friends and your family can heal. We just, we have to go back to the old ways. We have to use the medicines that God gave us, not the ones that big pharma gave us. Um, we have to use the frequencies and the energies that God gave us. Um, you you got to smoke the green stuff that God gave us. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the medicines. Gotta be honest with you. But I think if we, when we are all so focused and concentrated and, and I get it, because it's so hard. We've been screaming about this for two years. Don't take the jab. You're going to die. You know, and everything we do and everything we say, yeah, let's do a Justin tribute. But, you know, everything we do and everything we say, we're like, you know, everyone's going to die all the time. And, and if we keep that up, if we keep that consciousness focused on death and destruction, then that is the reality that we're creating. And that is not the reality that I want. Do I think we need to burn some of it down to build it up better? Yes. But if we, if we burn so much of it down, 
we'll never be able to recover. If we get to a point where we only have 180 million people left on this planet, whatever shape it may be, then that's not sustainable. Could you live as a caveman? Honestly, do you want to? I don't. I don't want all the 5G and all the crazy technology that's here, but you know, there's a lot of it that's beneficial to us as well. So we have to find that balance between the old ways and the new ways and make it work for us so that it's beneficial for our health and our society. So that's the point of this particular show, to change that collective consciousness towards one of hope and healing and doing better for ourselves and leaving something better for our children the way that our parents have always wanted to leave something better for us. So that's what we need to get back to. Are you sure about that? Yes. Okay. Just sure. I am sure about that. I was told very succinctly that, yeah, love and light. Do we need to get rid of the evil? Most definitely. Can we do it without destroying everything? Yeah, I think we can. But we got to do it together. And we have to do it with love and light. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Back it up, flip it, roll it down. Heat it up again. It's from the dawn. Truth Let's Fighter, we actually found, I found a dab rag at the uh, the vape shop just down the street from our house, which was kind of amazing. Even the uh, the carb ball that, which I had to go back for because I forgot it. So that was pretty sweet. Yep. It looks like a fancy crack pipe, but it's not, I promise. It's really a badass dab rag. Dude, Mick is... Ah, oh, James created a monster in Mick. James did. He really did. And as far as the beneficial side effects of both marijuana and cannabis, which are not the same thing. They are not. They decalcify your pineal gland. I don't know if y'all knew about that. Um, so where fluoride, 
calcifies your pineal gland pretty significantly, which I think is one of the reasons why they put so much fluoride in the water and the toothpaste and push it on dentists to, you know, wash children's teeth with from the time that they're three, four or five years old. Um, because fluoride dumbs you down, makes you compliant. Does it have some benefits for your teeth? Yes, minimal, but actually the nanocolloidal silver is even better. Um, if you want some of that, you can go to freshmouth.life and check it out. But uh, fluoride also calcifies your pineal gland. What is your pineal gland? It is your third eye. It is the part of your brain where your discernment comes from, your critical thinking, your, your bullshit meter, right? That's what your pineal gland is. It's your bullshit meter. It is your, the source of your ability to connect to source. It's primarily where, uh, it's where the most of your VMAT2 genes are located is in your pineal gland. Okay. So when that pineal gland gets calcified by things like fluoride and other chemicals, aluminum, mercury, things that are in vaccines, things like that, as that gets calcified, you lose connection to source. Um, CLB dabs is a, uh, a concentrated form of uh, CBD or THC, um, like a, a, a crystallized oil that you heat up. Um, it's a little more pure anyway, but, uh, so marijuana and CBD and cannabis because your cannabinoid receptor system is also in your pineal gland will help decalcify your pineal gland. It will make you a more independent critical thinker besides priming your immune system and your body in general to heal faster, be stronger, expand your lung capacity, all kinds of great things. Um, it does help with detoxification as well. But. What flames coming out of their butthole? Seriously. Everybody likes weed. Yeah. Even the gay people. I, I plead the fifth. Cannabis um, receptors. No, but I can tell you that I plead the fifth. Uh, cannabinoid receptors are all over your body. It is actually the, the largest system in your body. The largest system yes. in your body. Yep. So. The secret document that I think you need to say. <laughs> now, I'm not even close to a different universe yet. Oh, yeah, that's true. I can tell you that right now. He's He's not. He's still on. Still here. He's in this universe. I don't know that he's on this planet, but he's in this universe for sure. So I've been smoking since I woke up this morning. This is true. It is your day off. So yes, I woke up too. Where? It was amazing. Why are these not? I, They're taking forever. I have no fucking idea. Babe. I know. All right. You know what I'm going to do? Watch this. Hold on. Watch this. Mm -hmm. This will be cool. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play some 432. How's that? You have 432 in here? Yeah, sure. Somewhere. Sure, in one of these songs, there's some 432. There got to be, right? No. It's Amazon. Of course not. I don't even know if they allow that. 
Yeah, because they got stuff like fucking rusted root. That's 432. I know that for a fact. True that. Rusted root is 432. That's you why know. they didn't go very far. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> See? There you go. I got no pl- problem playing some music to keep people interested until the shit finishes downloading. No kidding. Gayer than eight. We'll smoke some more dope. Why not? You can do that too. It's all good. You know. But the biggest part of healing, mind, body, and spirit, is your mind. And I, got, I know you guys all know the story um or maybe you don't and actually i told it on, on ghost show last night she'll come out tomorrow but uh mixed story of his brain surgery where the doctors told me there was a 50 50 shot that he'd survived the surgery and then after the surgery there was an 85 percent chance that he'd be dead in five years and i asked them where are you getting those numbers from and they said well, we've only been doing the surgery for five years and everyone we've done it to is already dead and I said, okay, well, where do you get the 15% from? And they said, hope and prayer. I said, okay, I'll take those odds. You do what you do and I'll do what I do. And we'll see who comes out on top. And when Mick woke up from his surgery, he moved his arms and his legs almost immediately. So I knew because they told me that even if he survived, he would be a vegetable. He'd never walk again. He wouldn't remember me. Um, he'd basically be like a stroke victim and, uh, and an infant. And I was seven months pregnant, so I'd be taking care of two newborns, essentially, two infants at the same time. And that, that didn't work for me. And I knew it wasn't going to work for Mick either. And when he started moving his arms and his legs right away, I knew we were already on a path to healing. And after a, a couple days sitting in bed, laying in bed, him whining like a fucking little baby, me the size of a damn house, he looked at me and he said, I got to pee. You give me the cup, I got to pee. And I was like, no, I'm not going to give you the cup. First off, the smell makes me puke. And secondly, you're a big boy. Get your fucking ass out of bed and go pee in the bathroom like a big boy. And he, you fucking bitch, you dumb cunt. I mean, he cussed me out up and down as he, no, not Mick. as he dragged his ass out of bed. And of course I'm calling the nurses to come help me get him out of bed because he'd been, you know, he just had major brain surgery, but I knew that if he didn't get out of bed, then that he would never, or it would take a lot, lot longer. Because it really is mind over matter. If you think you can do it, you can do it. Seriously. I mean, I'm not saying go and try and lift a car, but, you know, as far as it comes to your own personal health, and there are people that in certain situations can't even lift a car. Adrenaline's an amazing thing. But if you get sick and you have that mindset that you're going to die, then you know what? You're going to die. But if you get sick and you have that mindset, ask any mother. You get, you get, your husband gave you the man flu and he almost died, right? Laying in bed with a fever of 99.4 for three days with the sniffles, needing chicken soup because, oh my God, I'm dying from the man flu. 
And every mother, you know, got those same sniffles and had that same low grade fever and got up and kept moving. And she was sick for a day because we have that mindset of we don't have time to be sick. We got too much shit to do. We have to get over this now. Mind over matter. It really does work. It's the same thing with healing your mind. If you give into that despair, if you give into that hopelessness, then yeah, you might kill yourself or you might die or your body will express physically the emotional trauma that your mind is going through and you'll get cancer or an autoimmune disease or a heart issue because they're all related. Your mind is related to your body. And both of those are related to God, to source, to your soul. And if any of those three is unhealthy, then all of you is unhealthy. So anyway. Anything else? No, I don't think so. My high horse for the down now. I'm going to take another bong hit. All righty. You got anything there? Energy dropped over the past five minutes. Oh, shit. Sorry about that metaphor, M. Uh, check out the site I linked. Hold on, bud. Stand by. Uh, fuck me. I don't know how to do this. See, it's so not easy to do this. Tammy said VLAN is headstrong, a warrior. You know what? Mick did the same thing to me or for me, not to me, for me. When I had our youngest child and they tried to kill me in the hospital and I was, you know, they gave me drugs they weren't supposed to. And I was in a coma for an hour or so. And, um, and my body temperature dropped down to 80 degrees. And as soon as I woke up, I wanted to get out of bed and go see my baby because he was in the NICU. And all the nurses said, no, you can't get out of bed. And Mick said, the fuck she can't. And he went and found a wheelchair, stole one from another unit and came and took all of the devices they had strapped to me and all the alarms started going off and he plopped my ass in that wheelchair and he wheeled me down to the NICU to see my baby. And as, and his rule was that until, until I could get out of bed by myself without assistance, I had to at least hold on to the wheelchair to walk down the hall. I wasn't allowed to walk down the hall by myself until I could get out of bed by myself. So it wasn't like someone could help me out of bed and then I could, you know, walk down the hall holding onto the wall. No, because I had major surgery, but I was out of bed within a couple of hours. So because he knew too, that if I didn't get out of bed, then I'd be in bed for weeks and neither one of us were playing that game. So, you know, that's, it's really important to have an advocate in the hospital and it's really, really important to have an advocate who's going to kick your ass and make you move and not let you feel sorry for yourself because that's how you die. Feeling sorry for yourself. That's how you die. So anyway, this has now downloaded at least one of these has. So this is 528, the miracle healing frequency.
Jeff, that's an amazing story. Wow. He said, that's what the doctor said about me when I was born three months premature. Born August 10th, supposed to be born November 14th. They said I'd be a vegetable, wouldn't walk or talk or function at all. And my mom was there every day praying for me until I got out of the hospital four months later. I was one pound, 14 ounces, and my skin was clear. I'm alive today from prayers to God keeping me alive. Most definitely. Prayers are an amazing thing, y'all. That's the... That's the last but most essential part of healing is to pray. Pray every day. Pray every minute of every day. If you don't think that God hears you, then you're sadly mistaken. God hears everything. As long as it's from the heart, God doesn't hear lies. God hears truth. God knows what's in your heart. But you have to talk to him for him to talk back. It's it's true of communication everywhere, right? The, the micro is reflective of the macro and vice versa. If I want Mick to talk to me, I need to talk to him. Sometimes when he doesn't talk to me, I harass him until he does. And he does the same with me. Sometimes I shut down and I get real quiet and he harasses me until I talk to him. You can't expect someone to talk to you until you talk to them. You can't expect God to talk to you until you talk to him because he needs to know that you accept him, that you believe in him, that you have faith, that there is something bigger than us. There is something greater at play. And what man has destroyed, what man has tried to decimate, God can restore, but you have to ask. You have to ask for him to heal you. You have to, if you've been disconnected from the source, if you've taken the jab and you don't hear God anymore, you have to ask. You have to reach out to him for him to take you back. And if you haven't taken the jab, but you just haven't talked to God or you've never heard him before, or you've never really believed, but you know in your soul that there is something bigger than us. There's something greater than us. Look at the pictures on the screen right now. This cannot be random. Look at the beauty. 
around you. Go outside. God is not in your house. God is outside. Look at the beauty that's all around you and talk to God. And he will talk back. You just have to listen. Every day. Pray every day. And the more of us that pray, because we are all connected, and we are all connected to the source and all connected to each other. And if all of us can pray for healing, and all of us can pray for truth and hope, we can manifest that reality. We can make it happen. We can heal the entire world, but we have to do it together. We have to do it with prayer. We have to trust in God. So if anyone else is driving right now, I ask that you please shut us off because is this still not downloaded? Nope. Still not there. No, it's going to take 32 minutes. So we're not going to play the deepest sleep music. That's good. Cause we'd all go to sleep anyway. We might not end the broadcast. <laughs> So Nick could use a nap right now. He didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night, but we are pushing three and a half hours. So, which is about standard for Shrewsbury. But I'm surprised that you lasted as long as you did, babe. With well, I had to get really, really high. I know your neck is so bad. Good thing that this this is generally my show, and I talked through most of it anyway. So it's a good thing. <laughs> a good thing. So thank you all for tuning in. I hope this helped you. I know it helped me. Um. I really mean it. We need to change that that collective consciousness back to hope and healing because I don't want everyone to die. So I don't want my friends and family to die just because they got conned into taking something that they were told would help humanity. Um, I don't think that they should be punished for that. And I want them to stay with us for a while longer. So again, does the evil need to be cleansed from the world? Absolutely. Do I think that my friends and family that have taken the jab are evil? No, absolutely not. So. True evil needs to be cleansed from the world. Exactly. Not evil brought through false prophets. So. Something bigger is coming. We all know this. We all feel it. We've been talking about it for a while. Something is coming and you need to be prepared. And that means more than just going to defiantprep.life and stocking up at my Patriot Supply or defiantsilver.life and stocking up on silver or freshmouth.life and getting nano colloidal silver toothpaste. It's more than that. It means preparing yourself physically and mentally and spiritually because if you are not prepared personally on all three of those levels, you will not make it through. So find a community like ours, but people that are physically close by you that you can depend upon when the shit hits the fan that are like-minded people move to a MAGA community like we did. Right. Yeah. Um, because we're all, we're going to, we're going to need each other here. 
don't be afraid to put those flags out in your front yard. It lets everybody else know right off the bat who you are. They don't even have to ask a second question. Trust me, I pull up to people's driveways every day. I know exactly the type of person you are even before I get to your front door. I don't even have to ask a question. I already know. Like, yep. And I test myself on it. Are they this way? Are they that way? And only a couple of times have I ever been surprised. And I give everybody a chance because I inherently love everybody until they lie to me or betray me. And then I cut them out of my life like they never existed in the first place. But that's just me. Um, but I, I believe in humanity. I believe in God, but I also believe in humanity. And I think that we can fix this together if we all really have the will and pray for it. So. Agree. Yep. I'm going to go feed you some chicken soup and salad for dinner because I've been making chicken soup this entire three and a half hours while we were broadcasting. Sweet. From a fresh chicken that we ate last night. So folks, we'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the show. The actual show starts at 6 p.m. Yep. We actually start broadcasting 15, uh, 17 45 or 545. So uh, tune in 545 tomorrow night. Um, and we will have started broadcasting. It'll be music in the beginning like normal. And then uh, the show actually starts at 6 p.m. Yep. Uh, For the latest news. Tuesday. I will be going to Charleston for the truth tour. Um, I should be back in time for the show, but uh, either way, I'll have it all set up. So Mick will be on Tuesday at the normal time. Um, if I'm, if I hop in from, you know, the phone in the car, depending on traffic, we'll see, but I will be speaking at the truth tour in Charleston on Tuesday. So you can go to truthtour.net and check that out. Um, and, uh, and then we, we may do the same on Friday in Tampa. We'll see, but yeah, so, uh, definitely Tuesday in Charleston, it's only a couple hours away from, from here. So it's, it's pretty easy for me to shoot up there for the day and, you know, hang out with baby Trump and friends. See good stuff. So, uh, yeah, but tomorrow 6 PM Eastern for the news. All righty. All right. All right. For the Mick. And V Lynn. We will uh, talk to you fuckers later. Have a good night, folks. Thanks for watching. Good night. Chasing rabbits 
Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Golden full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD. Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now.